Oh no, we definitely cannot intro with that song I was playing. <laughs> but we can intro with that. Hey, what's going on? Hey, welcome back to the Drinking Out of Cups podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? I, I am your host, Raven. I am here. I have a man to my left, a mysterious man. His name is Hakeem. This no, today sounds... I am the sugar daddy. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We were just talking about how we don't like that word, dude. Well, that's all right. I can be whoever I want. You can be daddy, just you can't say sugar. What? <laughs> I make money now. Sugar so, I, thought you were the one, I thought you were the one giving the fucking uh, money away if you're sugar yeah, daddy. Yeah, so if, there, if there's any sugar kitties out there. <laughs> Jesus sugar babies, I think is what it is. Well, actually, sugar babies are uh, a certain candy. What? Oh, no. Uh, so, there's sugar daddy, mm-hmm. but then there's also, isn't there, like, the sugar yeah, there baby? Is sugar, actually, you're right. Which yeah, is fucked sugar, up because it's the like, receiver of the yeah. Yeah, the word nations. Let's call them sugar kitty. Yeah, that the word baby (laughs) should not be in that fucking transaction. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no, I agree. Fucking horrible. Neither should daddy. It's just weird. Eh, I mean, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's see. Uh, Someone didn't introduce themselves. Oh yeah, what's up, guys? My name is Ryan. Uh, We out here, you know, big chilling. Chilling out in Hollywood, California. No, actually, I don't live in Hollywood. I live in the fucking valley, the shithole of the valley. Wow. It, it, it's almost like today we are all three the carbohydrates that make up today's subject. Which one do you want to be? I call galactose. Galactose? Is yeah, it's galactose, right? <laughs> no. How the fuck do you pronounce it? <laughs> Wait, what? Are, glucose? What no, it, it's glucose, fructose, oh, and galactose. Galactose, yes. Yeah. Yes. But, but is, those it, are... is it galactose or is it galactose? Galactose. Yeah, you're putting an A in there. Is there an, is there an A in... Yeah, is it galactose. G-A-L? Galactose? Yes. Oh, all right. Well, then you're right. All right. All right. Well, I call galactose out what, of the trio. What was the other two? Fructose and glucose. I'm feeling kind of... I not even know that... I'm feeling kind of fruited up, dude. Like, I had a banana so, this morning. So I'll, I'll be fructose. Yeah, I didn't know galactose had anything to do with the sugar we're talking about today. Yeah. Um. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> 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 all right, guys. This episode is going to be real shitty. So no, 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 no. I mean, so the reason I say that is because when when I when we're we're talking about, I think everyone could probably have figured it out by now. We're talking about sugar today, sugar, 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 and the thing is, is. Sugar, the sugar we're talking about, there's tons of different kinds of sugars if you're to right. talk in chemistry terms. But the sugar we're talking about com- is composed of two simple sugars called glucose and fructose. So that's why I was and like... And sometimes galactose. Sometimes. So yes. yes. <laughs> we'll find out about that. But I didn't know. Right. I was like, hmm, so, yes, we are talking about sugar. These are the sweet tasting carbohydrates composed of the different kind of compounds that we just discussed. It is the one of the most profitable chemical industries in the entire world, if not the most profitable, but it is really hard to research that. So uh, it's hard to say. 
In the modern day, it seems as if sugar is added to nearly every single thing that we consume. And for the more skeptical of us out there, it has been the focus of much concern as we read the labels on all of the cheaper alternatives for food and beverages, as we start to realize that they have snuck sugar into almost every single product at a normal grocery store. And for the reasons for this is why we are covering sugar as a drug and why you should completely rethink everything you eat. Not to sound too... Uh, conspiratorial, but <laughs> everything you know and reason. love is wrong. You've been lied to your entire lives. <laughs> is that Alex Jones? Out. I was, yeah. As I was doing it, I was like, God, I sound like Alex Jones. <laughs> it, it, you sounded so much like him that I thought maybe that was a quote. Nope. That, that was just off the, off the, you know, off the top, dude. Off the dome, dude. Wow. Nice. So to be specific today, what we are talking about is added sugars and sugar that is not necessary to the production of a product, but instead added for perhaps shady reasons. We are also talking about sugar-based products such as candy, soda, ice cream, sugary breakfast cereals, fast food, energy drinks, condiments, bread, jam, granola bars, dried fruit, pasta sauce, pre-made dinners, and so, so, so many more items. Literally everything has added sugar. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. really annoying actually because i go to the store and i'm like buying food and i'm like oh this looks healthy and then i look on the back and it's like a gazillion added grams of sugar and i'm like sick not buying that i mean yeah you can't even drink a damn guyaki without or guayaki <laughs> yeah without well you can shamed you can, on the uh, podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean you can but you can buy the unsweetened ones but they don't sell them at most stores you have to go to like very specific like whole foods to like no it. i yeah. almost got tricked because they have one that looks like the unsweetened one it just says yeah. traditional exactly. and it still is packed full of sugar i know but they well, have one of the traditional that is unsweetened but ass. they put the unsweetened like at the bottom so it's like harder to see Mm-hmm. What always, always tripped me out about it was that your mate didn't. I didn't know that people actually drank it until there was tons of people that started drinking those canned yerba mates that yeah. had sugar in them. Because exactly. I don't think most people actually like the flavor of yerba mate. No, it's not good. <laughs> like it's, if you drink it in a gourd, it's like, like it. not. It's strange. Yeah, with yeah. honey, it's fine. I was gonna say, strange. yeah. Yes, yeah, there's great. a lot of things where you can add yeah. sugar to it. <laughs> if you add sugar to it, it tastes good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dang! Set Damn, they got ever. us. <laughs> Damn, dude, get got. So I want to dispel a huge myth right out the gate for those of you thinking, how can you call sugar a drug? A drug is defined by a substance taken by the body, which can cause physiological change, which is absolutely the case for sugar. Depending on, well, that is depending on who is funding the study. But (laughs) (laughs) uh, sugar is also known to be one of the most addictive substances in the world with affected users suffering from withdrawals for days and sometimes even weeks after they stop consuming sugar. Now, with all of this information laid out, let's get deep into the wild west of the world of sugar. So, first thing I want to cover is the legality of sugar, because as it is a drug, it is legal everywhere. And it is crazy that uh, with sugar, it's not uh, there's not a single country that has any kind of bans or just any kind of regulations there the the best i could find was um tax and import is higher in some places to try to mitigate some of the sugar coming into certain countries but um i like to think of co- uh, companies like coca-cola and pepsi as just one of the most successful drug dealers in history as they spend astronomical amounts of money advertising and more so in vulnerable populations at least in the united states 
which this has been directly linked to poor oral health and chronic diseases like diabetes within the United States. And it really boggles my mind how these companies can essentially buy their own set of rules. Yeah. Because other companies, if the, if the, like nicotine, like say Juul, Juul was being, it was noticed that it was being advertised towards kids and really bad for people's health, um, getting kids addicted to nicotine and they were cut down pretty immediately. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the, the weird part about the sugar thing is that it's essentially there's been before, it, it's just been like tobacco and, uh, you know, the sixties, the seventies, there was a time where sugar was actually like being marketed as being safe and good for your health. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of people, like a lot of people grow up with the, oh, my grandma, you know, she always gave me sugary cereals and stuff when I came over to her house. And it's like, uh, you know, because she was being sweet to me or whatever. And it's like, no, actually, that's because that's how she was raised. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like in her household. Yeah. So uh, me being raised by my grandma, it was really shocking. She didn't give a fuck about sugar like yeah. the, the consumption of sugar she would let me drink all sugary stuff didn't read a single label um to the extent where we had a sugar tub and it was very normal to eat your sugary cereal and put a spoonful of sugar over the cereal yeah. for oh, the yeah. crunch for the absolutely. crunch of the sugar yeah absolutely yeah and then like my, my parents did that all the time like i would uh i would always have um like sodas and stuff around the house and just like Whatever the fuck I wanted uh, to drink or eat, like candies and stuff like that, and like no one said fucking shit about it. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely insane. It's it's so weird when some people get raised like that and they continue that into their adulthood. And um, but for us, we've been able to realize that that's not okay. And yeah. I try to avoid sugar pretty much to the best of my ability. Yeah, yeah. One one of the biggest ones that has tripped me out, I'd say, is that I've grown up with never having household like uh, like soda in the household. You know, like just yeah. cans of soda that were there, or a two liter that was there. It was like when we got soda, it was like maybe a two liter with a pizza once a month for movie night, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, um, so that's what's up. And then, but like, that's very to, strange in the United States. It yeah, is. Absolutely. That's what's yeah. up. And that's what was fucked up about it was that I'd, I'd go to friends' houses, and if friends had like their par- parents had the pantry just filled with like fruit roll ups and soda and all that, we, we would spend all night playing video games or hanging out and going to that pantry constantly. Yeah, and yeah. I would be the one asking, like, "Can we go? Can we get? Can I get more? Can I get? Can I go grab another snack? Because I yeah. never had it around." So I was like. <laughs> highly addicted to it. Yeah, I never yeah, understood. Like, did my grandma think that those gushers had actual fruit juice in them? Like, <laughs> or did she just not understand that sugar was bad for you? I don't well, think I don't there know. was like that much research yeah, that had exactly. been done about it. Yeah, I mean that is that's what I was trying to mentioning is that uh, there was a time where sugar was just. Uh, it, I I want to call it big sugar because it is really just like big tobacco or big pharma. Or anything. There was a time where they were marketing something that oh, sorry, they knew. Hold on. What big sugar? <laughs> big sugar. That sounds like a stripper's name. <laughs> <laughs> big sugar. Big sugar. Look at her shake. Coming to the stage. Big sugar. Um, yeah, where, where, where it was like kind of a make sure was... to slip your dollars into her. <laughs> she got fruit roll up panties, dude. <laughs> Okay. Let you eat them Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I just think that there was a yeah. It, it, there's a time where it was kind of um, it, big people knew the uh, dangers of sugar, like big I guess influencer people, <laughs> um, the, the the ones that actually ran the companies and the scientists and stuff. They I think they knew pretty yeah. well, uh, but definitely not 
everything. Because the thing is, we've—it's just time has gone on that we've seen what's happened from sugar. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. And I kind of this kind of goes off of that. So one of the closest bands that we've had on Sugar was in New York when Mayor Michael Bloomberg uh, have whatever opinion on this guy that you want. Um, but I say that he bravely took a stance against sugar, uh, sugary beverages in particular, stating that they are the leading cause of obesity and one of America's deadly, deadliest problems being uh, diabetes. And that one in eight people in New York suffer from diabetes. That is Holy a shit. lot of people. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. You, you, you go to a restaurant and there's like 80 people in there. That's wild. Yeah. So that. Fuck. It, yeah. <laughs> so uh, a more staggering number uh, is that New York City spends an estimated $4 billion each year on medical treatment for these obese people. Whoa. That is a lot of money. Well, and that's what's fucked up is how much insulin costs. <laughs> Dude, well, it's fucking absurd. And um, it, as long as it's not a for... Uh, uh, so for non-profit hospitals don't have the, the right to refuse treatment. So... Oh. I, at least in Oregon, I don't know if that is the same for all states, but I, I assume a hospital can't deny treatment if someone is... Oh, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure that's like a U.S. thing. Yeah. yeah. No matter what. Believe, yeah, yeah, so Anywhere. they'll give you a $100,000 bill, but... Oh, yeah. And then if you're not able to cover it, then fucking... Then, I don't know, the taxpayers pay for it? I don't know. No, you end up getting it... Um, it go, You go into collections at one point. Well, yeah, I've done that with... <laughs> I, I had a hundred dollar uh, healthcare bill and I was like do I pay this or do I just let it go into collections uh, no definitely I, I, pay. Went this, I went with the second option damn um, you're fucking it didn't, it didn't take out uh, it take away from my credit at all yeah but it's going to the more it builds up no I got a call about it and I said um, I'm not gonna pay this and then I think it was such a low <laughs> amount of money that they were like mm. oh, whatever yeah honestly I don't really know a lot about that I'm kind of just talking on my ass <laughs> <laughs> So, um, his stance was to not ban soda or sugary drinks as a whole, but to instead ban large servings. So the large cups from, um, like a corner store or a fast food joint, um, just a ban. And I think like two liters got banned. No, so, dude, you're telling me I can't go buy a 64 ounce of fucking soda. Fuck you, dude. Well, but okay, that's, so this that's is, my freedom. This is, this is the thing. This ultimately <laughs> led to people just buying double the soda. You know, you're, if you want 64 ounces of soda, it's not that you cannot acquire 64 ounces of soda. It's that you'll just have to buy two packs instead of, you know, a 64 ounce soda, which I really hope those don't exist because that's so much fucking soda. Yeah. And also, like, I feel like that. Well, at that point, then it's like, all right. And well, now, like, you're just creating more plastic. Oh, well, yeah. I guess. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. That's good. Good question, because I don't know how much plastic is in a two liter compared to like a one liter. But if you were to take like two one liters versus a two liter, you know. Yeah. So have whatever opinion on this uh, ban that you want to have. But you do have to give credit where credit is due, as he did take a brave stance against these massive corporations, especially when McDonald's and Coca-Cola both very publicly tried to humiliate him, calling his attempts misguided and arbitrary. They uh, they tried to roast the man's. Damn. <laughs> well, fucking fuck McDonald's and uh, fuck Coca-Cola and uh, fuck Big Sugar. Yeah, it's pretty insane that they took a stance against him. 
Yeah, I mean, it doesn't like, surprise should, me though, because that's that should like how, be very eye-opening for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, that's how like the big tobacco companies were too. Like they were like pissed that people were fucking outing them. So. Yeah, I mean, well, and the, so this is what's kind of strange about it. At the end of the day, is that once people get to a point where they have enough evidence to be, they're kind of being like smacked in the face, shown the truth of something, they will get into a state of denial almost about it because. It's just like, okay, fuck it. Like, I don't care, you know? Yeah, this yeah. is like me when I yell at my girlfriend at three o'clock in the morning about conspiracies. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm telling you, I just don't care. I just don't care. I'm like, how could you not care? It's right in front of our faces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> it is kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <clears throat> so, legality speaking, sugar is everywhere. It's a commodity. You uh, see it every single day in front of your face. Everywhere you go, sugar is all around you at all times. It's in your body wash. It's in your pickles. It's in your uh, ketchup. It's in it's in food products that you it shouldn't be in. It, yeah, there, that there's no point, and that um, I kind of want to elaborate a little bit more later when we bring up some other stuff about like culture and things. But for now. Um, I want to just kind of go over the history of sugar and where it came from and how it got started, how we got in this obesity, uh, diabetes pit that we are in today. So today we are going to focus primarily on sugar cane for the history as sweeteners did not start with sugar from plants, but instead it was more likely that humans first discovered honey as a way to sweeten their food and for the carbohydrates that it provides. Another note that I want to get into before talking about the history is that as we start to approach a more modern time, especially scientifically, as we've said, there's a lot of disagreement based on the source when it comes to sugar, um, and particularly its impact on health and how it's necessary for your diet in the modern age. There's a lot of conjecture. There's a lot of paid science that is not necessarily accurate if you ask a freelance scientist. But then we also run into that issue that a freelance scientist could be looking for uh, results that just directly contradict um, a big name science, like paid uh, Coca-Cola backed science. So it gets real confusing when it gets uh, comes to sugar and such a big industry and big topic. You can't can't trust anybody. You always got to keep keep uh, your eyes in the back of your head or whatever the fuck the saying is. Yeah, when there's like business involved, then, you know, I'm sure, you know, there's always going to be some companies that are not for whatever, you know, whatever it is, just because you know, that's it, their, it's that's it's their, their money, living. Yeah. yeah, so. And there's always going to be the scientists who just want to dis- disprove them because they don't like big industry, so. Right, yeah, there's always going to be that. It goes both that, ways. Like, yeah, the yin and yang. Yeah, this is why we can't trust science. Nope, yeah. never. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to anything Hakeem ever has to say. I mean, yeah, I can't even choose a name. <laughs> I was going to say, it's so funny because people are going to be like, like, did we, what happened to Micah? Like, why is, you why is sugar ha- daddy? Like, fucking, where, where's Hakeem at? Or, <laughs> people are going to be like, oh, like, I thought this guy, Micah, he was cool on the beginning of the podcast, but they stopped using him. Now there's some weird guy named Hakeem. <laughs> Hakeem the sugar daddy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> the, the definite, the downfall of humanity is the fact to distance your opinion from the fact. And 
and like your emotions and feeling. Like if we could just do science with no opinion based in it, like it, it's supposed yeah. to have no opinion. It's yeah, supposed exactly. to be just cold hard fact. But people are doing the, the the research with I want these results, and so they're gonna maybe do things that influence those results or just see those results in something that uh, might not necessarily be showing those results. Right. Absolutely. Well, one of the big things that I've always said in the science world, what I, I got into academia and then got out of academia was that what I saw is that scientists are put in a corner, um, a corner of, uh, high, you know, utility in the, in the world of like the society, but low pay. So essentially, you put these people who are really useful and we need them, especially at certain times in the world, like during the pandemic, you put them in a corner, though, where they don't make a lot of money. But this is the only thing they're going to do. They're going to do this for their job because it's how their brain works and they that's what they want to do. And they're really, really smart in it. Thing is, as soon as you can go and bring them when they are struggling all the time to always get these grants to keep their lab open... If you can bring them $5 million and say, hey, all I want you to do is say something a little bit different in this study because you're a big name, big scientist, what do you think they're going to do 90% of the time? Yeah, when Coca-Cola yeah. comes through with that check. Yeah, and they got to like, pay their family. They got to keep their family alive. They're going to so, yeah. they're gonna go through that moral uh, like t- uh, conversation inside themselves. Of, it's, it's just sugar, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's not that big a deal. It's not meth. Yep. I think I could morally just justify one, saying that I'm it's just not one that scientist bad. out of all yeah. of them. Yeah, so it's not like it's. There's going to be other deal. scientists that come through and disprove it in the future. So yeah. it is that really shitty uh, that money is the root of all evil kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and it really sways people into making decisions that are bad for humanity. Because yeah, and that's why I would I would say like on real real talk here, uh, definitely don't trust anyone or anything that you read or hear in the world. But when it does come down to science, just take it with a grain of, uh, you know, salt or whatever. But at the same time, sugar. Sugar. I was about yeah. to say, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that um, is a good way of thinking about it. Take it with a grain of sugar because sugar is so argued about if, if it's bad for you. And it's like so clear. We have the results, yeah. the results of these like lower income communities with just horrible tooth decay and like <laughs> obesity and like these the clear signs that sugar is bad for you and can lead to all these crazy bad diseases that are causing high death rates but then there's still going to be studies being like no well, that's that's probably just this this and this i mean and it's also a weird thing for your brain when you walk into the store we now know that like you know cigarettes they're behind a glass cabinet they're locked up sometimes blah 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 not all the time but you go into a grocery store and that's probably how it is and so and the alcohol it's locked up and it's put away and you got to be 21 to purchase it or whatever but when you hear the things about sugar being bad for you read them on the internet and you think about it, you go, oh my gosh, this is terrible. And I, I'm believing the science. But as soon as you go right back into the, the world, as soon as you step out of your door, there's things that are conflicting now with your brain because you're like, wait a second, I thought this wasn't good for me. But the entire world is showing you like, no, 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 it's, it's fine. Here, buy a, a, you know, a, a snack, a sugary snack on your way to work. Buy a sugary yeah. beverage on your way to work. Add sugar to your caffeinated beverage. On well, your they, way to work. they hide it too. They hide it so well in these things that are marketed <laughs> as healthy yeah. like granola bars granola bars are yeah. supposed to be a good cheap easy way to get just really sustainable carbohydrates energy just to move through your day and they should have sugar they should have natural right. sugar yeah, in there. even even gatorades and stuff well yeah, uh, it, specifically bars. specifically just um you know trail mix or something should yeah. have yeah. natural sugar through fruit 
But a lot of that fruit that's in the like I just recently uh, bought a bag of granola, uh, just mix like trail mix, and I had to throw it away because or just like go through it and try to mix through it because it the it had like mango slices in it. But yeah. the mango is preserved in sugar. Yeah, yeah. Mango doesn't need sugar. No, it's mango. It is a sugar. <laughs> Yeah, and it's crazy because like you you go to like a healthy food store, you see like a healthy branded like trail mix or something. You're like, oh fuck yeah, like that looks healthy. And then you look at how many sh- like added sugars are in it, and you're like, Jesus fucking Christ! Like so, I used to be fucking so into this one particular. Um, I don't even remember what the brand was of uh, this trail mix, but I would just fucking destroy a bag of that trail mix, and then I would I started reading the backs of it, and I was like, oh my god, there's so many calories and sugar. You might have been this. addicted. Absolutely was addicted. Absolutely. Because of the sugar. Yeah. If it was just normal trail mix, it might not has been uh might might not have been as good. Yeah, one last thing I'll say on this front is like and uh just the society aspect of it is um even my work. My work provides quote unquote snacks. And those snacks in the morning come in the form of sugar free monster, um, the bang energies because they're sugar free. Uh, yeah. Celsius energy drinks because they're sugar free. Uh, I think I saw th- so trail mix that's mostly M and M's, Rice Krispie treats, uh, Cheetos, um, G- Cheez Its, all these things that I I complained. I was like, hey, can we get something that maybe someone who doesn't eat this bullshit can eat? Yeah. Like, cause I it's like everyone else gets these like fuck it food provided at work. What they consider food, I don't consider that food. I consider that poison. I'm not putting that in my body. I don't want it anywhere near me. So it's weird that there is this like societal divide of these people, like people who view that as food, as substance, like I'm going to eat this to get through work. And then some people who understand that that's bad, that's poison. You should not be ingesting that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it makes it really hard. It makes people really like it. You could sit there and be so uh, motivated to stop eating sugar, but then go right back out into the world. So have you heard of food deserts? It's yeah. this giant conspiracy in the United States right now where there's all these big uh, chain grocery stores like Walmart and uh, Albertsons and Safeway. And I complain because when I have to go work in up in Vancouver, Washington, a lot of it is a food desert. A, like a half of it is to where there's only these mainstream grocery stores to where I walk in and I have a really hard time finding something that I can eat because yeah. uh, I can't eat from their bakery because a bagel is going to be full of sugar. I can't eat uh, anything off the shelf because they don't have a single natural, um, just anything. They have nothing natural. So these food yeah. deserts are the, it's a conspiracy within the United States that most of Central America, you cannot, even if you wanted to find something that was natural and good for you. Hmm. Like you could find maybe like some produce or something. Right. Yeah. But for the most part, you cannot like it's fast food and in the grocery stores it's like pre-made dinners and like a a bunch of sugar and like no natural drinks or anything Hmm. and it's real like look into it oh no i mean mean, you could even just mention it as like we know if you go down to like roseburg and medford area in southern oregon it gets it gets a little like that where there's not a lot of healthy options the restaurants are far and few between and yeah, you have like <laughs> one grocery store and shit. Like, yeah, like that's how it is in like Eastern it is Oregon. Yeah, Walmart, that's how. So. Yeah, in in Eastern Oregon, like where a lot of my family's from, you go out there and there's literally like not even a stoplight in the middle of town. It's such a small town. There's like one fucking grocery store, and it's all like 
not good food for you. You know, it's like you're like typical American bullshit. Yeah, when I went through Kansas and Oklahoma, I lived pretty much solely off Laura bars, which obviously are not going to be good for you eating a bunch of those either. But yeah, they're pretty much just figs and almonds and um, just different. Like sugar. there's no there's no added sugars in there. Oh, um, really? I didn't. Oh, some I thought some of them did. No, they don't have oh, sugars. Fucking shout out, positive shout they're, out, Laura they're, bar. They're typically they're typically three ingredients like uh, cherries, figs, and cashews or something. Nice. They're, they're good. They're they're my they're my second favorite um uh trail mix or uh, fucking energy bar kind of thing nice um but yeah no i just wanted to really emphasize on the epidemic that really is sugar is that um it's it's hard to avoid and it should not be that way yeah it's not easily avoidable i could easily go outside and avoid heroin and not get addicted to heroin <laughs> well you do live in <laughs> portland so <laughs> maybe not oh <laughs> uh, yeah you're fighting diving. <laughs> dude, dude, raven is raven and mike are fighting every day to just not do heroin dude <laughs> dude there was the craziest gunshots outside my house last night oh, yeah they're probably fireworks yeah. but it's keep going no yeah. they were absolutely I was, I was driving by i was on my way to your house and i saw the the they go to turn left and just see the huge building with all the graffiti on it. And we were talking about the graffiti the other day in Portland. And I tried to think of it in a in a terms of like, I'm on my way to his house uh, and I'm not from here. Yeah. Because right? I, was, I was thinking of like, oh, I, I kind of want to show my mom where he lives. You know, it's a cool house. I really like this place. It's awesome. Yeah, and I like, I like the neighborhood house. too. The address But is as soon as you're on Lombard, like right before you turn <laughs> It looks so like the ghetto. most terrible place. It does dude, look ghetto so as shitty. fuck, dude. <laughs> dude, when we moved in here, I was like, I was like, fuck, dude, like it's gonna be weird because I'm gonna have to pretty much just cut through the neighborhoods. Cause once you get in the neighborhood, it's fine. Yeah. But like the main road is so shitty. But yeah. I, after living here and go like being on the main road at night, it's there's nothing like super bad. Like no. my brother got paintballed one night biking home. <laughs> he got, he that, had a drive by <laughs> while he was biking and they fucking drove by did a drive-by with paintballs. Yeah, yeah, but other than pretty that, funny, it's just honestly. like... <laughs> it, is pretty funny. it is just more of the, like, kind of just sad drug stuff around yeah. Portland. Um, you, so, you, there, there's guys out front of my house with, like, katanas sometimes. There's a guy with a battle axe in the middle of the road the other day. Oh, yeah, like, they're right. screaming and shit, but, like, it never gets into the neighborhood. That's what's... No. So sh- well, I mean, my gas did get stolen the other day. <laughs> yeah, but that's because yeah. you live, like, fucking real close to, like, the, first the main house, yeah. road. Yeah. And, like, behind so. a parking lot. Like, yeah. a bank parking lot. That's what's crazy. Is I, I went to drive out on the Lombard the other day. Sorry, this is off topic, but uh, this lady... People are gonna she, track down where I live. I mean, she might have been yeah, some trying to get autos. some sugar. <laughs> yeah. She might have been trying to get some sugar. But yeah. uh, this, this lady walked up from the bus stop, you know, on the yeah. sidewalk right there. And I she rolled my, I rolled my window down because I was stopped at the stop sign because she walked up and I was like, oh gosh. She's like an older lady. So I was like, yeah. what's up? And she's like, oh, I'm trying to, I missed the bus. I'm trying to get to like blah, blah, blah. Can you like take me? And I was like, nope. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> <laughs> she steals one of our cars. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I, I did that the other day. Like there was a time where a mom and her kid asked me, I was leaving the dispensary in, in a parking lot and they walked up to the car and they were like waving me down and I rolled down the window and they were like, hey, can we like get a ride to this hotel? Uh, like we're trying to stay at it and the Uber is like, it's going to take too long or something. And it was literally only five minutes away. So I was like, yeah, sure. But then I was sitting there kind of freaking out because it's like, what if this mom is using this kid as like a, oh, yeah, a way to make it, shit. Yeah, to make it yeah. look or, like... Uh, not, uh, not dumber, the other guy. Ted yeah. Bundy, I think. Yeah, he would use his broken yeah, yeah, yeah. leg as like 
like, oh, I broke my leg. Will yeah, you help me with hurt. my groceries? Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 I mean, I d- it scared me because I was like, hmm. Like, you never know. He is Absolutely, like a 10-year-old yeah. kid. He might not even realize that his mom is like doing this. Or it might not even be her kid. Yeah, right. it might just be yeah. some abducted kid. So this is way, way <laughs> off topic. But I I just had the weirdest, uh, I'll call it a coincidence, not a synchronicity last night. So you know, just on the topic of uh, Portland being shitty. So there's... Uh, there's a whole Instagram WTF Portland that's usually full of just like crazy people freaking out in Portland or just <laughs> yeah, random, <positive> shout out. <laughs> random like sketchy camps and shit like that. So um, uh, I went to this burrito store by my house last night with my brother. We walked down there and um, I was showing him this video on WTF Portland. It's a guy siphoning someone's gas, punctured the gas tank and then was like getting called out in his truck like hey you're stealing this lady's gas and he throws a crowbar at them and Jesus. like gets in his truck and like drives away or whatever and i'm like dude this fucking nuts like uh, i don't know how they didn't beat the fuck out of this guy or whatever and then we get our burritos and we walk outside and the guy's driving by in his, in his uh, windows just all taped up and it's literally the exact same guy, the exact same truck. Oh my and I'm God. like, I'm like, yo, you're famous. You're on Instagram. <laughs> wow. Dude, that's hilarious. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to circle this back. Uh, yeah. 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 I was ready to get back. On listen, uh, this is going to be, I'm going to land this plane guys. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, that kid that was with that lady, I wonder if that kid was just so addicted to sugar that she was like, here, have some candy or whatever. And like, just to feed her addiction, like, come with me and do this. And he's like, all right, fine. Sure. So we should get more into sugar, this. Dude. We should get more into these <laughs> examples into the, in the, in the culture. Well, culture. No, I know. I just wanted now to you, get back to the topic of sugar. With like candy <laughs> Now you just made me think of one of the scariest things that did happen to me when I was a kid. My mom told me, be careful with older people, like, you know, giving you candy yeah, uh, on the street or whatever. Yeah. Um, so in Salem, right outside of the mall. Of course Salem this is, is in Salem. <laughs> yeah. Terrible place. <laughs> Don't yeah. go there. Yeah. Um, Don't go there. I remember I was young at this, but I remember this like freaking old lady. And you know when old and you're young and old ladies are really scary because they got wrinkly faces and shit. No, I <laughs> oh. was raised around old ladies. Yeah, well, they they scared the hell out of me. Honestly, I I kind of I kind I kind of like it. Uh, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> you, you are a sugar baby. Um, so Welcoming to she, the stage. She came up wrinkles. She had like a, a full cart full of fucking candy. Right? She's probably a homeless lady, but it was like full of candy. And uh, anyway, she came up. She uh, she squeezed my cheek and I remember it hurt so Whoa. bad. She held on to my cheek so hard. She squeezed it. She goes, you want some candy, little boy? Oh my God. <laughs> and and it, I, I'll forever shit. remember that. And my mom oh, was like, my mom whoa. grabbed my arm and was like, let's go. Like, dude. Oh my God. And I was like, Holy uh, hell. that's fucking crazy, dude. That so, yeah. is exact. Side is exactly- note. <laughs> fucking uh this i met this dude the at work one day <laughs> i met this dude at work one day real quick uh, and he was just, and he was like oh he was like he's like oh you're from oregon and i was like yeah and he was like oh i'm from salem and i was like Oof, big sad dude <laughs> and then he just started laughing he's like yeah you're right so fucking negative shout out to salem dude yeah salem sucks yeah. sorry to anyone who has to live there i don't think anyone chooses to no so now let's jump Far back into history, to India or Asia or even Papua New Guinea, whoever you Papua. want to believe. Uh, one of these places is the is the place where sugarcane came from. I saw uh, differing sources, to say the least. But one of the earliest documentations of sugarcane came from an eighth century, eighth uh, eighth 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 century BCE <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Chinese. Manuscript, sometimes 
when uh, my stutter comes out, I literally just I have to stop talking and just <laughs> restart. <laughs> anyway, 8th century BCE Chinese manuscript documenting sugarcane. Uh, it was in India that they would squeeze the sugarcane into a juice known as Fanita, which I speculate <laughs> is possibly where the soda got its name, Fanta. Yeah, I mean, it's totally possible. Yeah, it will. It, it, for another reason, I guess that uh, names go back far. Um, uh, they would. Oh, I, I'll, I'll save it for later. Anyway, so they would use this liquid, this juice, as a medicine, but outside of that, it re- uh, remained relatively unimportant to them. That was uh, until around 5th century B- uh, CE, sorry, when they discovered that they could convert the sugar into sugar crystals out of the sugar canes instead of having it in a liquid. This opened up a whole new world when it came to preserving, transporting, and using sugar. These sugar crystals would be called conda, which is where the word candy came from. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So it's like Wakanda, but conda. 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 Yeah, it's just crazy that candy uh, got yeah. its name from the 5th century. Yeah. Damn. Cool. Uh, yeah. So that's fucking pretty cool, dude. Damn. Yeah. So this is where the word candy came from. Conda. Well, not conda. It, it was definitely conda. Like they would just say... <laughs> Wait, what? By the late 600s, <laughs> the process of refining... It. That's fine. I'll move on. It was a bad joke. <laughs> by, the er- by the early to late 600s, the process of refining sugar would travel all the way over India into China. And by the 7th century, China would have its own sugar plantations. Over in Europe, sugar had only been known to some extent by this time due to European travelers seeing it used as that medicine in India. It was even recorded in writing calling it a crunchy kind of white honey that came out of the cane uh, and that it was only used for medical purposes. It would be quite some time before Europe would get a steady flow of sugar. It wouldn't be until the Venetians started buying sugar from the Middle East and playing sort of a middleman in Europe, selling it throughout. Um, and But by this time, it was still not at all a commodity. Instead, it was only being purchased by the royalty at the time. But this would be the beginning for sugar becoming a, the behemoth industry that it is today. Um, it was in the 5th century when the Canary Islands were settled and sugar would be one of the major crops grown there. It was said that uh, there was an all-consuming passion for sugar that swept throughout society. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it didn't wow. stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, dude, if you didn't have sugar around and then all of a sudden you just, someone just introduced sugar and you're just like, whoa, like imagine having a brownie for the first time, dude. Yeah. It's wild to me that the Indians would use it in the, in the liquid form. They would, they found the sugar cane. They were utilizing the sugar out of the sugar cane Yeah, in, in the form of medicine, but they weren't adding it to their food or anything. They had, it, it was pretty much said to be uninteresting to them until they found a way to make sugar crystals and then it just fucking exploded well i mean yeah like it's like meth dude a lot of people you know like just like they like crystal meth coffee's fun using like uh coffee's great meth (laughs) and do you say india (laughs) yeah when talking about natives no no actual india yeah oh 
My bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm... Damn, Micah was triggered, dude. That I was heard. like, that was some <laughs> Portland shit, dude. <laughs> 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 Just out of all, all of that oh information, he's like, no, it's, did it's, you say it's, Indians? <laughs> I, yeah. Never mind. You woke up for a second. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so. Now that we covered the original boom of sugar, let's talk about the new world. Maybe the Native Americans, Micah. <laughs> the good old USA. 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 So USA. Chris- <laughs> Christopher Columbus was the one to bring sugar to the new world from the Canary Islands mentioned before. And by the 1600s, there were thousands of sugar mills in America. That number surprised me. By the 1600s, thousands of sugar mills. Yeah, that's pretty fucking, freaking insane. Yeah, but I didn't realize was, sugar had gone like, well, that far. Back. This was mostly in South America, though. At yeah, this I think Brazil is like where a lot of this was happening. Yeah, yeah, but was. I gotta think about it too with the um, England. They must have been super big in that sugar trade. No, so that tea. that's what's crazy is by the 1600s, um, I think the Americas surpassed Europe in sugar mills. Yeah, but you forget that uh, it grows the, the English owned a lot of the Caribbean uh, True. islands and stuff like that. I'll get into all that yeah. later, but yeah, essentially the... Uh, and it doesn't grow very well in a lot of parts of Europe. No. Or so, in but, any parts of Europe, really, for that matter. No, so and for, so that's why the Caribbean yeah. became a fucking huge place for, for sugar and everything, because uh, the, basically, like, the Caribbean area, uh, f- like... Most of the sugar in, like, the Western Europe and all that was, like, brought in by uh sugar that was grown in the caribbean yeah so um yeah so in the in the americas though it saw pretty much an instant boom in popularity with the indigenous peoples of america at the time um this was we've talked about this kind of in the in the um chocolate like the uh, coffee episode when we talked about chocolate um they started making kind of chocolatey drinks around this time too um, so sugarcane does not grow easy, as I said, everywhere. However, this led to many northern colder environments uh, kind of lacking easy accessibility to sugar. It was still very expensive up in northern parts of Europe. Definitely still not a commodity at this time. So this problem would be solved in 1747 by Andreas Sigmund, 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 Margrave. When he was able to make sugar from beets, which led to a huge sugar rush. Wait, uh, get it? what kind of in beets? Prussia, like, like trap beets? Like what kind? Of, like are we talking like drill beets? Which led talking? to a huge sugar rush <laughs> in Prussia. <laughs> you interrupted my funny pun with oh, a shitty joke. Fuck, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you want to want to restart? I'll, I'll, I'll do. Out. I'll do it a third time. I'll do it a third time. Okay. Which led to a huge sugar rush in Prussia. Get it, guys? Oh, sugar that rush? is funny. That's not yeah. not nearly as good as my joke, but that was pretty funny. Yeah, he was making beats in <laughs> Prussia in 1747. <laughs> He's an expert beat maker. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, dude, we're still laughing about my joke. That's how funny it was, dude. <laughs> led to a huge sugar rush in Prussia. <laughs> Negative shout out. Boo. And then later in France under Napoleon. Uh, by the time in the 19th century, uh, by, the ni- by the time the 19th century <laughs> came around, sugar would be found in every household and was considered an essential food ingredient. The world's consumption of sugar increased more than 100 times from 1850 to 2000. 
And this is where I'm going to end for now as Ryan is going to kind of pick up from where I left off when it comes to the culture and modern times of sugar from here. Later. Yeah, after I was going to say, we after we talk about science. science. Yeah. After the sugar daddy, sugar learns us about <laughs> sugar. Sugar daddy Hakeem's going to fucking... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. He's going to do his... <laughs> yeah. That was, that, was good, that was almost as funny as your beat joke. Dude, yeah, I mean... A joke that you completely just couldn't come up with was almost as funny as your beat joke. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, yeah. That's, yeah. I'm going to beat you to death. <laughs> I'm going to beat you off, dude. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. You're going to get a sugar rush all over your fucking... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Micah, <laughs> got me excited. That was a here. semen joke. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Wow, good job. All right, well, sugar eat plenty of pineapple. Nah, I don't do that. It. I just drink coffee and don't drink water. <laughs> this is why you don't have a girlfriend. Yeah, true. <laughs> this is why you're gonna be alone forever, right? Okay, Micah, Make a shout out. Whatever <laughs> yeah, you guys are. Sorry, Hakeem. Tell, tell us about sugar daddy. Sugar. <laughs> So I mentioned it earlier, I think. That <laughs> <laughs> WWE Sugar Daddy. <laughs> Actually, that'd be kind of cool if I had like an intro, a whole thing where I come in in my robe and shit and like, you know, <laughs> Sugar Daddy. In this corner. Uh, fucking... He is a Jesus. carbohydrate. <laughs> um, yeah, so carbohydrate is what sugar is. Carbohydrates, if you all don't remember from high school biology, uh, are just these things made up of carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. Um, there are tons and tons of sugars out there that uh, we are not going to discuss in the science part of this section because today we're talking about sugar in the sense of it being like a drug, which it is. It is considered a drug, psychoactive. Um, you know, It has addictive potential and it has withdrawal symptoms and all these different things that we think of when we think of drugs, right? Not all of those things have to be, you know, making up what a drug is. But at the end of the day, we're talking about sucrose today, which is the uh, two sugars, glucose and fructose, that stick together and make up what we know of as that kind of white, you know, granulated sugar that's added to, um, you know, bakery items and beverages and stuff like that. Um, there's been a lot of talk about sugar being an addictive drug, even though it also is, you know, something that we need for our body. The thing is, though, what we actually need for our body is glucose. And so glucose is, uh, you know, what your brain uses for energy. And so when you eat foods, you're able to break down glucose and, um, you know, your brain uses it. However, there is fructose in foods as well, like fruits. Fruits have their sugar in a form, which is fructose. And so um, that actually doesn't, it's not really able to get into the brain as easily. And so there's... Uh, it, there's more. There's a different metabolic pathway for fructose than glucose, and it makes it a little bit more of a. Um, it spikes your blood sugar quicker, so it can be not as good for you, and it's not as necessary essentially. So, uh, part of why some people wouldn't want to call it a drug is that we do need sugar at the end of the day. We need glucose. It it is what our brain uses for energy, right? Um, however, being that it that when we talk about addiction, we talk about it in sort of like a, a behavioral context as well. The way that the, the way people act when they're you know addicted to something or what they do, and so with that, I think it's been misguided sort of the uh, 
argument on it on sugar addiction because of the fact that uh, it is essential for our bodies, but when we're over consuming it, it does lead to things like obesity and type and 2 physical diabetes. addiction. If you stop yeah, eating absolutely. sugar after you're constantly consuming sugar, you have uh, withdrawal symptoms. Uh, like migraines and oh yeah, uh, fatigue and things like that. Especially because you are dropping your blood sugar levels at that point because your body's accustomed to such higher blood sugar. So it, it is not good to just cold turkey sugar. But that should be problematic for people consuming a lot of sugar. Is that you can have a withdrawals from not from eating the proper amount of sugar after? Oh yeah, over consuming. Well, I mean that's what's scary too. Is if that if you didn't know that you were pre-diabetic, which pre-diabetic is just showing higher blood sugar levels than essentially what is average and considered normal and healthy for someone. And so, um, you know, you may not know that if you're not someone who goes to the doctor and gets your blood taken um, and analyzed yearly, which you should, I recommend that. Um, but if you're not, then you may not know that you're pre-diabetic and you may not realize that, uh, you know, if you go on a vacation and you stop eating sugar like big time for like two weeks, that you're going to experience some very intense, uh, you know, physical effects, symptoms from the withdrawal effect of sugar. Um, you, you might not realize it. So even just going to a country that maybe has proper food where sugar isn't in, added into every single fucking food item. Like I, I love hearing people's argument being like, "Oh, do do you like Hunt's ketchup or Heinz ketchup or whatever?" It's like you should like neither of them. Yeah, because both <laughs> have high fructose corn syrup for absolutely no reason. Yeah, They're exactly. Terrible. Yeah, shout out Portland ketchup, dude. Portland ketchup's fire. Yeah, they still are not the best. I know, but still, I think you should just like grind up your own tomatoes and ferment them under your sink. Let the it, once they get mold on them, that's when you know your ketchup's good. It's actually so because you brought up uh, high fructose corn syrup. I kind of wanted to mention that because I mentioned you know how I was mentioning like the sugar we're talking about today is like sucrose, the combination of both glucose and fructose. Part of what makes high fructose so bad, high fructose corn syrup, it's essentially what we're talking about, um, is that yes, it's a sugar, but it's just highly concentrated fructose. It's not there's no glucose in there, um, and it spikes insulin so much worse than just normal sugar does with the, having the glucose as well as the fructose. And the, the other thing about it that people, I don't think, realize is that it, it is straight up coming from corn. And so the reason that it is more popular in beverages than just regular sugar, which is healthier because it has the glucose in there, um, is because we grow so much corn in the U.S. Like corn is one it's of the, the largest it, crop. Yeah, I it's think the largest the crop. Yeah, because gas... Is like uh, for like, um, <clears throat> what is it? Fucking E85 or whatever. Like ethanol gas is mostly corn. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, because that's the thing too is alcohols. A lot of our our, our beverages come from corn. Yeah, and- true. Whiskey, like, a lot of drinks, just food in general. Yeah, corn is a definite cash crop. Like it, it's everywhere. So if you could find just another thing to make <coughs> out of that and. This thing is highly addictive and insanely potent. And yeah, it's terrible. Uh, do you have a good spot um, within the stuff you want to talk about where we can just talk about artificial sweeteners? Uh, yeah. I can wait until we maybe discuss what natural sugars are supposed to do first. But I do definitely think we should uh, tell people like the, act, the, the really bad dangers of artificial sweeteners. Yeah, yeah I have, have a couple s- things to mention on them. Um, sick. I have some stuff about that too. 
cool. specifically so we can mention it at the end yeah specifically sucralose because that's the one that I think most people know of pretty well um, but uh, actually I'll just quickly mention it too just so anyone is thinking of this when we're talking about sugars right these carbohydrates these very simple carbohydrates sugars if they're denoted like any any word that you see that's denoted in OSE OS is considered a sugar so um, you know it, it's going to affect the body somewhat differently than all the other sugars that you're you know you're talking about, right? But just think of that in the sense of like on a chemical basis wise. Even those uh, speakers. Those speakers are sweet. Yeah, Bose. Bose. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I was thinking, uh, so I didn't I didn't realize that in Game of Thrones, like the whole like place they're in is like technically Sugar Land because it's like Westeros. So it's like it's like the land of sugar. <laughs> I love The that. Western land of sugar. You watched yeah. that show? I watched all of Game of Thrones, fucking started watching House of the Dragon, can't get into it. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Interesting. I I, I'm like six episodes in of House of the Dragon, and I just I just can't get through it. I don't know why. I I watch like half an half an episode, and I'm like, "Fuck, dude." They're on Seinfeld. To get back on track to sugar. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right. That was a that was a my bad, dude. (laughs) Uh, Just to I'll I'll kind of finish up on the fructose part of things because you know it goes into our added sugar spiel that we're gonna have to talk about, but. Essentially, the body doesn't... I know, I know I kind of mentioned that the body doesn't respond in the same way to fructose that's in the fruit, um, you know, compared to glucose or sucrose or whatever, as uh, as, as any other kind of uh, sugars. But it's also the same way as added fructose. So the added fructose that's in, you know, your beverages as well as the fructose is in fruit, they actually act pretty similar. Um, as an added sugar, though, fructose is particularly implicated in metabolic syndrome, which I've mentioned in previous episodes, um, as well as hypertension, insulin resistance, lipogenesis, diabetes, and associated retinopathy, kidney disease, and inflammation. Um, Whoa. So, yeah, I, I guess it just is seemingly a little bit more uh, detrimental to the body, uh, added fructose, than just having added sugars in general. So, yes, high fructose corn syrup is actually more dangerous for you than uh, for your body than just normal old sugar. If you were to be adding adding it to foods, you know, adding excess, mm. yeah, <laughs> and you would be surprised what it's added to. The McDonald's burgers, McDonald's fucking uh, really. I I, th- I think I saw in an the agree- meat itself. Yeah, in the meat, it's added Whoa. to, and in the buns, and I think I, I I saw something that was like trying to ban McDonald's salads because they have so much added sugar. Yeah, how the fuck are well, they adding sugar so- to the set? Sal- well, I mean, their whole thing is get people addicted to the food because yeah. without that, I I argue that without that high fructose corn syrup much less people would eat it oh yeah absolutely well and the one thing that i think about too is that i don't know if it's just it's definitely partly about getting people more hooked on their food and to buy more of their products mm-hmm. but also sugar is a preservative i don't know if you guys knew that um so a lot of why i don't know if any of you have made sushi rice when you're making sushi at home uh you add sushi or rice vinegar yeah, and uh, some sugar to the the rice when you make it up, and um, I when I first looked into that, I was like, why do they do that? And it's actually because they used to add the vinegar and sugar mix to all of the meats and all the stuff. The, that's the traditional sushi flavor is having a little huh. bit of a sweet uh, um, vinegary flavor to it because sugar and vinegar both act as natural preservatives. Weird, because yeah, usually typically like a salt was the ancient preservative 
for yeah, most and cultures. It, and I think it does it in different ways because it says sugar helps preserve the color, texture, and flavor of the food. Oh. Um, and Meat when, is like, or salt is like longevity of something. Yeah. yeah. And when large amounts of sugar are used in a recipe, the sugar also acts as a preservative by inhibiting microbial activity. Um, so thus, recipes should not be modified or adapted if they are calling for a specific amount of sugar. Whoa. That's kind of really cool. interesting. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. I think I'll try to steer into addiction probably now because, um, you know, I think when we're talking about sugar, really, we're sort of talking about, uh, about it as being a drug on this podcast specifically and how it is uh, used in excess and can lead to some detrimental um, effects for people. Um, so there are certain assumptions that explain that the concept of food addiction, uh, namely that certain foods such as those that taste sweet or combine sweet taste with fats, will stimulate parts of the brain that are also stimulated by addictive drugs. And that individuals can develop behaviors such as binge eating that may mimic behaviors, behavior patterns seen in substance use disorders. Um, so when going on to a neuroscience side of things, the hypothalamus, hypothalamus is one structure that I've kind of mentioned in the past before. It's regulating uh, hormones and, and other autonomic functions in the body, but it also regulates uh, food intake in terms of energetic needs. And so the dopamine reward slash motivation circuitry involving the striatal, limbic, and cortical areas also drives eating behavior. And some of the neurotransmitters that are involved in this system, you know, in the hypothalamus regulating this, this food intake and the drive for food, um, include the serotonin, endogenous opioids, endocannabinoids, um, as well as dopamine um, that will confer the rewarding properties of food in part by modulating its uh, sort of rewarding and pleasurable effects i didn't um, know food affected the endocannabinoid system that what you yeah, well, or yeah yeah so the endocannabinoid system has a lot to do with food intake that's um, fucking crazy i mean think about it like this so if thc is somehow able to stimulate appetite yeah it's doing something to the endocannabinoid system that's telling the body uh, you're hungry eat more and release this hormone ghrelin which makes you want to eat want to be grilling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, I think one thing to mention too that's important is because um, we're talking about addiction and um, kind of craving sugar, right? So it is natural to because with an addiction, you think that um, you know when someone's addicted to something, they're going to crave it. But it is a very natural thing to have a sugar craving. Um, your blood sugar can drop and your body knows what's going to help you release insulin and uh, get carbohydrates and have this energy. So it's completely natural to have a sugar craving. Um, so just because you have a craving for sugar does not necessarily mean you have a sugar addiction. No, yeah, not at all. And I think that's where it gets kind of hard when talking about uh, addiction and sugar and a drug and being sugar being a drug is because I, s I said in the beginning, it's essential for the body. You can't argue that cocaine is essential for the body. No. Or yeah. heroin is essential for the body. It's essential for my, it's essential for <laughs> well, my body. Some dude. can. <laughs> one, thing, one thing I want to mention too is as a kid growing up with hypoglycemia, which essentially means you have low blood sugar. Wait, you grew up with hypoglycemia? Yeah, so I have hypoglycemia. So if I don't. Paul Blart, dude. So if I don't eat. If I don't eat, I get extremely lightheaded, extremely like lethargic. I get really um, light. Like, I just can't think very clearly. And I used to faint as a kid, but I, I don't really have that anymore because I just 
I eat regularly. I always have snacks on me. I never let it become an issue. I always keep that motherfucking thing on me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like in the morning, I feel very just like sick uh, because my blood sugar is low. Damn. So, um, but as a kid, I learned that if I ate peanuts or nuts of some kind of uh, like food like that, that it gave me such a higher like blood sugar feeling than if I ate a candy. The candy never yeah. helped as much. So mm. for me, I got this. So I actually have more of a addiction towards salt and things like that because all these things that my body has noticed gives me better energy. All these hmm. nuts that I had to eat as a kid through class. <laughs> <laughs> I got addicted to eating nuts as a kid. <laughs> Damn. So, were, you, did, were you going to specific islands for this? So it's really, it's really interesting how um, your body learns and adapts and you get these cravings for certain things because your body knows oh if I eat this I'm going to have this reaction. So as a kid always being lightheaded in class and given nuts and that making me feel better uh, <laughs> by the teacher. Laugh. The teacher gave me nuts and I would eat them. Damn. Uh, it, I, I have cravings towards things like that instead of things like candy. But I think for a lot of people who maybe don't have such a need for it, it, it they just have more of an addiction towards sweets because their body doesn't need the sugar as bad. I yeah. see. Yeah. I can see Interesting. that. Um, well, and it's actually shown that... Uh, People with, um, oh, I, th I think that like, um, you know, people who were raised with, uh, you know, alcohol or drug drug abuse in the family, or even it just um, having it, you know, genetically or whatever, um, have a greater preference for sweet foods. Um, mm, like pe people with yeah. like family history of, of alcoholism or drug addiction. I wonder if that's because it's such an insane amount of carbohydrates being ingested by their parent that that gets passed down genetically like it's a really high mm. carbohydrate diet through things like alcohol that yeah. break down into sugars inside your body or totally. just have a lot of sugars in them in general totally yeah i think it would come down to some of it being the um dopamine part of stuff though like reward pathway you know yeah yeah but that's what's weird know. about it is that i mean why is your brain also releasing this rewarding motivating neurotransmitter like dopamine when you're just eating something yeah. it could be a survival thing yeah well and i think it is in yeah. a way because you're you're not going to be able to continue to fight or move or walk if you don't have glucose in your blood um right so people you know you're, you're gonna think that you need more of it but um i mean i think that that's what's scary about the addiction to it is that your brain starts to get almost like tricked into believing that you need more of it because you, you could see someone drink a 20 ounce soda which is really almost like a small bottle of soda but it's got like 60 grams of sugar in it uh, but then they'll go out and have another one yeah like a few hours later yeah people that drink um, fucking soda all day long and shit yeah right and so and, and that's just weird because it's like okay well you're already getting that that huge you know increase in, in blood sugar and so you'd think that that would sustain for someone but that's actually why things like foods with sugars in them and and uh you know like nuts and then um uh, fruits are healthier Sort of, because even though they have a lot of sugar in them, it's broken down slowly through fiber. You know, the fiber in the food is making it to where it's broken down slowly in the body, and you're not getting this insanely quick spike in insulin. Um, uh, yeah, that makes sense. So it, it's actually kind of scary. Like, I kind of think of sugary beverages like sodas and stuff almost like IVing drugs compared to the the other way of using drugs when it comes to just thinking of how you're ingesting sugar because you're. Giving your it's like body dabs just, versus smoking weed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
but even it's actually it's more like uh, smoking weed versus edibles. Oh, in a way, because it's just yeah. so quick. As soon as you drink a sugary beverage, that shit's making your insulin start getting released from their pancreas yeah. super fast. But yeah. then when you eat an apple, that takes longer. Like it's a it's mm. a process where it's like the insulin is kind of just like seeping out, you know, slowly, and it's not going to lead to diabetes because essentially that's what type two diabetes is: is that the pancreas has been releasing insulin fucking like crazy. Are we ready constantly. to talk about? fake sugars yet <laughs> i'm almost. so excited we're almost there so <laughs> I, I mentioned the dopamine stuff a little bit um i think that i just wanted to wrap up um addiction and <clears throat> one of the things that you know I, i've mentioned in the past is that ventral and dorsal striatum this is where a lot of dopamine gets released in the brain um anyway ingestion of palatable food does release dopamine in these areas and is propo- proportional to the self-reported level of pleasure gained by eating the food um, and highly palatable foods, namely those rich in sugars or fats, um, can strongly trigger the reward slash motivation pathway systems, um, encouraging food intake beyond the necessary energy requirements. Um, making you know, it, it, this is how I would say it is considered more like a drug, and it can be more addicting because of the fact that you are actually going to go beyond what your body needs to consistently get this uh, effect from it. You know, you're constantly rewarding yourself with it. Um, and so then the sweet taste of sugar is also rewarding, um, which offers sort of an explanation as to why artificial sugars like sucralose are still consumed despite the lack of nutri- like nutritious value to them. And the reward of the sweet taste, however, activates a different neural pathway than the caloric input. And while the nutritive reward of sugar in mice causes dopamine release primarily in the dorsal striatum, the sweetness reward is concentrated in the ventral striatum. So there's just different pathways that these, um, you know, uh, artificial sugars are uh, affecting, but they are actually still, at the end of the day, activating your reward pathway in your brain, making them just as addictive as sugar, but not causing insulin to be released as intensely as, you know, or if not at all, and also not holding a caloric input. So that's how you can say that they have these beverages that are low calorie or zero calorie, but they have sucralose in them which is a sugar, right? Ends in os, but it, there's no calories in it. So they don't actually have the calories, but they are still affecting the brain in the same way, which is kind of freaky. Yes, yeah, I was, uh, the thing you were saying about uh, insulin not being made from these artificial sweeteners, uh, I was actually reading the opposite, that like insulin is still being made in the pancreas because the brain like tastes yeah. the, the sugary sweetness on your tongue or whatever. And it's like, okay, like I'm, there's sugar going into my body. Like, let me let the pancreas know. So the, like, the pancreas can start creating insulin. So, oh, yeah, like, that's probably... So the, it triggers the ce- uh, cephalic phase, uh, re- releasing insulin within your pancreas. Um, and that's by the smell or taste of sweet. Sweetness is what creates the insulin, um, even within artificial sugars, which then ah. spikes your uh, blood sugar levels. But you're, ac- you're not getting any more sugar into your body. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then also when... Uh, when you're like pancreas basically is like creating all this insulin, even though it's not the insulin is not being used to break down any sugar. Uh, then it like basically tells the brain again of like, yo, like we need to keep eating. Cause I have all this insulin like built up that needs to be used. And so like, so you end up eating and having more of an appetite when you are eating, ingesting these, uh, non sugar sweeteners. Huh? Okay. Good. Good to know. Yeah. And, um, there's also, research uh, suggesting that regular use of artificial sweeteners will 
it, it will ruin the balance of your gut bacteria. Yeah, I because was then that your too. body's working wrong. It's releasing insulin when not meant to, because you're not getting uh, glucose into your blood. Like you're not getting, you're not receiving any real natural sugars, but your body's releasing it. Yeah. So true. you're putting yourself at a sugar deficit and then just messing up your gut. And so, um, yeah, there's evidence showing that it can mess up the balance of your gut bacteria, which is not good. Yeah, not good at all. Uh, yeah, it's crazy how these uh, things affect you. I was even um, reading in a study that basically people that were ingesting sugar every day versus people that were ingesting non-sugar sweeteners versus people that were ingesting milk, uh, the people that were ingesting sugar were gaining weight. I don't remember how much exactly in a month or whatever. But then uh, the people that were ingesting non the same amount of calories uh, of non sugary like sweeteners and stuff or whatever like uh, there were those people were ingesting the same amount of calories as the people uh, ingesting the milk, and they were gaining more weight than the people ingesting milk because of the way that it affects your like. Uh, yeah, I've always heard uh, that about uh, artificial sweeteners at the, in the, like the Coke Zeros and things like that is they actually cause people to gain weight because it increases your appetite and like, yeah. increases how much you're drinking of the substance because people think it's better for you. Um, and uh, I want to say in um, 2014, Israeli scientists, uh, they fed mice um, artificial sweeteners for 11 weeks and had negative changes in the, all of their gut biomes that caused each of them to have increased blood sugar levels. Whoa. Hmm. Whoa, that's that crazy. is kind of, that's freaky. Well, that's that actually freaky. wild too because the gut microbiome is just made up of like billions of different organisms. That, so yeah. this one thing can change it drastically and yeah. Yeah. you don't want increased blood sugar. It's not good. Right. It's diabetes and I, we all we all have a friend who lost their father over diabetes. Like, it's not good. It yeah. ain't fucking good. Yeah, that's fucked. Um, yeah, and one more thing about the uh, the sugar versus non-sugar, like uh, increasing appetite and stuff. There was a study done, I don't remember what year this was, but uh, they found this in rats. So this is obviously rats, not humans. So uh, obviously might be different. But uh, they found <laughs> that, uh, I, always ha- I always feel like I have to say that because there's been times where I've not said that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, rats oh, yeah. are the same as humans. So anyway, uh, they found that rats will eat less quantities of yogurt with sugar in it than non-sugar yogurt. So like huh. they'll just they'll take the whatever the sugary product is and they'll eat less amounts of it because of they're getting real sugar versus if they're eating like you know something with like no calorie or or non-sweetened non-sugar sweetened uh, yogurt, uh, then they'll you know continue to go back for it and eat a lot more. Yeah, I think it has to do a little bit then with um like say I hate this fucking word satiate satiation like satiate sati- satiated. I have no idea what that means. Yeah. What? Like satiate. Says the person. Say I was gonna say says the person who can't even say the word. <laughs> no, you guys. How do you not know this word? The the the, the feeling or state of being sated. Uh, a molecule that seems to regulate satiation. So it's like if you're if you're if you're hungry and you get fed. Oh, you've yeah, been yeah, satiated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Satiated mean full, dude. I I was just playing um freaking uh, taboo, and I got roasted for using the word domicile. No one <laughs> knew what that meant. Really? And then because I said because of the I think the the thing was um painting your house or something, and I was like altering the exterior uh appearance of your domicile, <laughs> and then nobody got it. 
and they all yelled at me. They were like, "Why are you trying to sound so smart?" Oh, God. And I was like, "It's it's just fucking it's <laughs> it's, it's synonyms for all the, the words. That's the game. Wait, it's That's what the whole for fucking all the words? point." What? It's what for all the words? A synonym. What? Cin- a cinnamon. What uh, is that word? Fucking, Why are you always trying to sound so smart? Right? <laughs> uh, and, and then uh, and then they tried to say they looked it up afterwards, and it meant someone's home country and i was like why are you trying to now gaslight me i know what a fucking domicile is it's just Damn. a house it kind of sounds like you don't know what a domicile is dude. i looked it up I, it's a fucking house <laughs> <laughs> it could be used to say someone's house Fire anyway up, dude <laughs> so, I, feel, I feel you micah i don't want to roast you over uh some stupid word that you're saying because i got roasted. oh yeah that's uh, okay uh, <laughs> i appreciate uh, that I will just uh, want to really quick tie up the some weird things from the addiction side of stuff, if that's cool. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. The uh, uh, added sugar consumption is actually associated with cognitive impairments, which I thought was kind of scary. Um, especially worsened hippocampal memory function. Um, and there's a there's study with rats showed that uh, on a high sugar, low fat, or even a high sugar, high fat diet, these rats showed a hippocampal hippocampal dependent memory deficits, and so. If uh, anyone doesn't remember, the hippocampus is uh, one of the regions in the brain that's useful for the storage of short-term to long-term memories. Oh, I thought it's where hippos went to college. Yeah, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's just kind of freaky because uh, we we see a very large increase right now in um, Alzheimer's, right? Uh, Yeah. A neurodegenerative disease that's characterized by um, memory impairment that just gets worse and worse. And then the patient dies, you know, yeah. Um, anyway, it's by like 2060, I think, or something. By 2050, uh, one in three people over the age of 65 will have Alzheimer's disease. Holy fuck! Um, Can we link this to sugar? Are we? Are we? That's kind of what I'm saying. Is like I do think that there's probably a big link to uh, Alzheimer's becoming so much more prevalent in the world with sugar becoming also. It, it's correlated, you know? Yeah. Like they have actually con- kind of gone up at the same time where. The, it'd be interesting to think that well if sugar does do this especially uh, not just like white sugar not cane sugar but specifically high fructose and things like yeah. that being added into people's food and which are even very worse. regularly yeah yeah so i mean these these mice were literally just getting sucrose right so like just basic sugar but if you were to give them high fructose corn syrup corn syrup maybe you'd see it even worse and i'm sure there are, are studies out there that could even show that being worse um you heard damn. it here first stop with the fucking sugar you might not get alzheimer's but can't say that for sure no, totally, totally. <laughs> but just stop in general because it's better for you to not have these things in your diet. Or at yeah. least, yeah, I don't say at least like stop. It's just at least get like to a point where you're. Really, I don't know. Stop. I feel great. You're aware of it more. Yeah. You know, read yeah. labels. It is so yeah. important to read labels, dude. And yeah. I will say this about big grocery stores and what I was saying with like food deserts is Fred Meyer is literally the only one to be actually doing something about this which is so fucking surprising to me because you wouldn't think that it's just like fred meyer but you go to a fred meyer they have fred meyer brand natural stuff so like if you look at any pickle brand it's like high fructose uh dyes artificial like it's so much just bad stuff for you and then the fred meyer brand is the one that's just like pickles and vinegar and salt and dill that's Damn, it. and it's just yeah. like okay fuck yeah i'm gonna get that one over all these other ones that are weirdly yellow cucumbers are not yellow i don't know why the fuck like yeah right yeah uh yeah i feel it um yeah i've not i've noticed a lot of uh like a lot of the non like name brands like actual like just like 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 ralph's like kroger brand stuff which is the same as fred meyer 
uh, as Kroger brand. And uh, I've noticed a lot of those are like always seem healthier. They just seem like they add less shit to their all their fucking. Oh, a lot yeah. of times they products. do. Yeah. But yeah. It, which is good because they're giving a cheaper alternative to. Uh, usually it's cheaper to eat unhealthy. So yeah. like all the cheap stuff is the stuff that's just adding crazy fucking bad ingredients to it. All these additives. And it's really expensive to eat healthy if you're not making everything from scratch. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Which, Which is, is really fucking hard. lame, dude. Yeah, it's super lame. Yeah. As someone who's not fucking a culinary expert it's really hard to make everything from scratch and it's really expensive to do it it's like yeah it, it's so it's so sad because sometimes i'll be getting ingredients for dinner and it's like 30 bucks for one dinner and i'm like i could just go get a burrito dude for yeah six bucks exactly but then you don't know what's fine. fucking in that burrito you know i know what's in there it's fucking eggs rice beans yeah and, but what kind uh, of seasoning did they use did they use jamaican jerk because there's sugar in there <laughs> no. <gasps> yeah, Jamaican jerk seasoning. A lot of those like blends of seasoning have sugar in them. Damn. Actually, a lot of seasonings have sugar in them, like blends. Yeah. Like, but anyway, Mike, what were you talking about addiction before we got off on this whole fucking thing? <laughs> no worries. Last thing. Last thing. It's fun. It's kind of scary. Kind of weird. Um, there was a another cool study where rats with uh, twelve hour access to sugar followed by twelve hours of food deprivation showed binging withdrawal, craving, and cross-sensitization to drugs of abuse like amphetamine. Whoa. And uh, when these sugar-exposed mice were given naloxone, or Narcan, an opioid antagonist (laughs) that we've talked about previously, uh, they showed withdrawal symptoms as observed with mice chronically exposed to opioid drugs. Um, So, it's kind of interesting because it's thought that if there is endogenous opioids that are also being released when you're consuming sugar, that maybe you are sort of creating a opiate-like addiction with sugar. But Whoa. a lot of people have probably seen the clickbait title, you know, or, or any of the, the stuff about cocaine being as addictive or eight time, or sugar being eight times more addictive than cocaine or something like that. And there is actually early work to demonstrate that uh, similar increases in dopamine were found subsequent to the administration of cocaine. And similar findings have been obtained in rats, uh, which offered an exclusive choice between nicotine and sucrose. So, or... <laughs> Yeah, brought up nicotine when I didn't need to there. But the thing about cocaine and nicotine is they both affect dopamine very similarly. And so when giving mice the option or rats the option to either consume sucrose versus drugs like these, drugs of of addiction, drugs of of abuse, um, the fact that they're going to sugar more so than these ones, when we think of these drugs as some of the most highly addictive drugs, that's weird. Well, and I think for a lot of people, this doesn't really relate because, but a lot of people aren't addicted to cocaine either, exactly. but they eat a lot of sugar. And yeah. so maybe it does relate just on a the lesser scale. But um, I know my girlfriend is a nurse and she has told me about patients where she's been with them for months and the doctor will say like 500, 600 pounds. And the doctor will say, you absolutely have to stop eating sugar. That is the root of all of this. You like just less soda each day, blah, blah, blah. Like if you get on track, you can lose this weight. It's all sugar. And she has sat there and like with the patient as the patient is breaking shit, being like, I demand my soda. I don't give a fuck if it kills me. Give me a candy bar. And her husband would show up with a basket of candy and soda every single day. And this person was willing to die to ingest the sugar. And so it is true 
for some people. But just as the same as drug addiction is true for some people. If you give someone a drug, they're going to be that addicted to a drug where they're yeah. going to take it to their death the same way sugar is. Yeah, for some. Yeah, it's like uh, I was just thinking, like in in Portland, you walk around and you see like downtown, just people like just on the street, like nodding out, like on fucking heroin. Uh, the the equivalent of that of people that are addicted to sugar just ripping around on rascals. <laughs> well, it's, you see it's a gang scary. of people ripping on rascals to the fucking. <laughs> it's scary to think that we accommodate for uh, lifestyle like this um, yeah. and like normalize it the same way. In Vegas, there's the heart attack grill. If you're over 500 pounds, you eat for free. Like what? We oh, have you guys not heard of this? The no. heart attack grill. What the yeah, they fuck have a scale. This? They have a scale right in the front. If you're over 500 pounds. I think it's 500. We could fact check this. It might be less. Um, you eat for free. What the fuck? I've Why? never heard of this. The, like, what are they trying to It's do? encouraging obesity and overeating. And each of their burgers is like four pounds. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> we encourage obesity in, in the US. And it's it's very it's very strange. Um and it's over 350 will, pounds. So if you're over if you're over 350. Oh, wow. Whoa, dude, you can eat a 9,982 calorie burger. Yeah. What the fuck? Who needs that? You don't need that many calories in one day. I'm pretty sure they've had deaths inside there, too. Yeah, probably. What the I can f- see that. fuck, dude? Yeah, I don't. It, and it's like, obviously, it is super wrong to fat shame and it, or, yeah. or anything like that. But it, it is weird to encourage um, over ingestion like that to me. Well, and also, I, I think the fat shaming thing is, like, this is a fine line of, like, are you just calling someone fat, or is that person, like, actually, like, like really just being super unhealthy and stuff well, like that? Well, you should that. never like, shame anyone for, like, something they can't control, because that could be an addiction, or it could right. be genetically, they're just a... It, it's, it's super wrong to fat shame, I, and I'm uh, on board with that. Right, but I completely agree. It is weird to be okay with just over consuming until we like other people have to pay for them to survive yeah, yeah like i'm on i'm on board with like not fat shaming like definitely don't fat shame and stuff like that but the point where someone reaches of being extremely unhealthy it's like okay like where they have to cut a hole in their fucking their wall of their house to yeah. get them out yeah like or that's where okay. it becomes an inconvenience for like the people around you because you're like so big there's tv like, shows glorifying it my 600 pound life there's people that are like uh, the the um, two sisters that were on that show, the twins who are like six hundred pounds, are like, no, you you don't you wouldn't understand what it's like being this big. Like, and she's like, I'll be that big someday. And it's like they're glorifying. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not okay. And a lot of, and I would say most of that is sugar. Right. There's no arguing that that is all genetic. Right. Yeah, I I think. Um yeah, yeah. It's just uh, there's there's a line to draw between fat shaming and then the point of pointing out someone's just you know, being realistic unhealthiness and stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like I don't have a problem with anybody you know being fat or even like you don't have to be fucking slim waist like whatever. None of that. But let's shit. None acknowledge of that it for what it is. It's yeah. an addiction, and it's just people like it's the same way. It's if you saw someone just doing heroin every single day. You'd be like, "Come on, man! You got to get off the heroin, dude." Exactly. You're not you're not heroin shaming them. No. If you, you see someone eating fucking Twinkies for every meal and their body is becoming severely unhealthy, and you're like, "Hey, man, maybe get off the Twinkies." That's fat shaming. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think that's no. Just I know we to, don't, no, but right, a yeah. lot of people do. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's just you should. There's a point of like either of like just trying to make other people realize of like their unhealthy habits and stuff like that, and it's like it's like. If you're fucking eating Twinkies every day and, you know, 
gaining a lot of weight and you have diabetes or whatever it's like at that point it's like you're talking about someone's health rather than like fat shaming it's like yeah you but why is that okay why is that okay with other drugs like heroin being like hey man that heroin's clearly not doing anything for you you're gonna kill yourself if you keep going down this road and right. keep ingesting this heroin that's perfectly societally okay but sugar also a drug also insanely bad for you has tons of fucking deaths and diabetes and all these things if you try to coach someone or not coach if you try to give someone advice or even just speculate on their diet that is taboo yeah in exactly. our society that is like you if you say some shit like that in public you're public enemy number one absolutely yeah we might get flagged for this <laughs> d- yeah no literally just having this conversation yeah we'll probably have some people triggered but it's like i'm just trying to make the point what's the difference explain to me the difference they're both drugs they're why is one okay but not the other it's the right. same fucking thing yeah i mean it's and especially around a holiday like where we just passed we just passed you know thanksgiving where everyone is like you know pumpkin pies and all all of these desserts and everything it's like if i showed up with a plate of heroin like people would be like what the fuck <laughs> but if i showed up with a fucking like 12 apple pies people would be stoked and a 12 pack of soda and yeah fucking, yeah people would be fucking stoked mm-hmm so, yeah, anyway. it's strange. Strange world we live in. But this is a yeah. perfect jumping off point and to let's talk more about kind of the culture surrounding sugar and addiction sugar addiction in the United States. Yeah, at this point we're just kind of speculating and uh oh, let's talk about <laughs> some of the yeah, let's like get some of the Yeah, yeah, for two sure. points out. Yeah. So one of the things I really want to mention cuz I this is one of the things I've experienced with sugar addiction is um so alcohol addiction a lot of times is replaced with sugar addiction. And I know this from people that I know who are addicts, uh, whether drugs or You can just say and- my name. I'm on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, all <laughs> just right. Kidding. So, um, so uh, since you're going to bring this up, yeah. I think I've said this on the podcast before, is I was a pretty gnarly alcoholic for like nine years. And I've always been someone who's super like oh fuck sugar like i don't drink sugary drinks or eat sugar or candy or anything yeah but i swear to god the minute i got sober i was like oh ice cream exists like holy fuck i have this craving for sugar that i haven't felt in nine years of drinking alcohol didn't realize well i mean i i kind of did but like alcohol is sugar when it breaks down in your body it it you're 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 getting that sugar somewhere else so when you cut that off especially if you're drinking a lot of wine or something if, when you cut that off and your body still craves that sugar, your brain is just like, well, fuck, I still got to get sugar somewhere. And I had the gnarliest craving for ice cream to where I would fucking go to the store at two o'clock in the morning. And that's went away now. But it was weird to me. Yeah. It was very, very strange as someone who does like has been so adamant about no sugar to have that craving for just like like bad sugar. Like, well, I mean, alcohol is bad sugar, but like ice cream or something. Yeah, which I was going to ask, because uh, you you said alcohol breaks down into sugar in your body. Is that with all alcohol, like including beer and stuff? Because I know like wine has, from the grapes and stuff, has sugar in it as well. But like, does beer like break down into like sugars in your body too? Or Because I, I read that it just affects dopamine in a similar way that like so, sugar does. Like I, I didn't read that like beer actually like I'm pretty sure beer, sugar. since it's made out of like wheat and stuff. It, that also breaks down into sugar in your body, mm. like bread and wheat and all these things. Interesting. Uh, break down into carbohydrates, whereas in, which yeah, I, be, I know about like, the carbs yeah. and stuff. I I didn't read about the sugar, but yeah, I guess we'll have to. Uh, which I'm pretty sure carbohydrates are just like sugars. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is when we're talking about it, we're talking like sugar is essentially, um, 
we are talking about sucrose in this, right? Right. But the sugars that are metabolized and broken down from, you know, byproducts of food and different, you know, just byproducts of metabolism, essentially, those there's tons of different sugars that are being made. And there are sugars that are being made when you break alcohol down. But it's not glucose and fructose. It's not the same, you know. But it is sugars. Yeah, yeah it is sugars. It's carbohydrates. And, and you got to think, too, about how how is alcohol formed, right? It's when sugar is fermented. Yeah, with yeast. It's a good point, yeah. yeast, and then okay, you get true. alcohol. So when you, if you were to take that chemical process and go backwards, right, yeah, you yeah. know, it probably breaks down into some form of sugar. Um, is that going to yeah. be the same sugar that's insulin spiking you? No. Um, okay, gotcha. Interesting. Because it, it definitely isn't like that. Drinking a beer or a six-pack of beer is not going to give you an insulin spike as drinking a six-pack of soda would. But also, mm. with that being said, there are most alcoholic drinks are known. Alcohol doesn't taste good. So you oh, yeah. mix yeah. it with you add sugar. sugar. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, mix yeah. it with, even if it's just orange juice or something, uh, you're still then adding sugar to it yeah and oh, then yeah. you add that by like you know six fucking drinks i mean because you know, i never because i thought i was being any. good by not making like soda mixed drinks but like yeah. getting all these juices and all kinds of different things and uh no it's you're just still adding sugar yeah mm-hmm. yeah the only really like way to not do any of that is like drink tequila like by itself that's like the healthiest way to consume alcohol <laughs> i mean even that what is tequila made out of agave agave yeah, well, is sugar no exactly but i mean like speaking on a like on a calorie level and stuff like that like uh it's uh definitely one pretty, of the like uh yeah lower calorie things it's it's low but i'm pretty sure gin and vodka gin yeah or i think they're all around the same but i'm not sure uh I know, I know all of those are extremely low. But yeah, I just wanted to validate your uh, thing with alcoholics. When they quit, they yeah. start craving sweets because that is definitely true. That's will, how it is for I me. I will attest. Yeah, dude, that's how it is for me. Like, I, I, anytime I like drink for like a week straight or two weeks straight, like this is currently happening to me now. Uh, I fucking went to Europe, drank a bunch of alcohol, came back, still was drinking a bunch of alcohol. And then any days I don't drink alcohol, I'm like, ooh, like pie sounds good. Or like fucking whatever any sugary thing i'm like ooh, that sounds good but when i'm drinking i'm like i don't even like want i mean i eat but like i don't eat like excessive amounts and stuff like i'll have dinner and then like just like drink a few beers and then go to bed but like if i'm not drinking like i'll be snacking like all night so oh yeah um i guess i just came to terms with that i have alcohol addiction <laughs> <laughs> just so, now on the bottom yeah pretty much <laughs> so uh yeah fucking negative shout out <laughs> so um but yeah so anyway so yeah so sugar i read that it uh it affects the brain similarly uh to alcohol and so uh there was research done uh from connecticut Connecticut College, and it shows that uh, Oreo cookies activate more neurons in the pleasure center of rats' brains than cocaine does. And just like humans, the rats would eat the filling first. <laughs> Whoa. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Crazy. <laughs> it it's so. probably it has a lot to do with it just easier. Uh, to eat it? To eat the filling rather than the chocolate uh, part? Yeah. yeah. I don't but know. I bet you it's probably... It, it breaks it down into liquid. It probably hits your system way faster than metabolizing yeah, yeah, the totally. chocolate part. Well, and also, also the th- amount of sugar... Sorry, Mike. You were going to say what yeah. I was going to say. So, yeah. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's the just the amount of sugar. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's in the filling compared to like yeah, the actual true. cookie and stuff. They're yeah. smelling it. Because yeah. that's what... When we did our studies, we have this one called the Odor Discrimination Reversal Learning Test. And wow. That's cool. I know. I hate it. ODRL. Uh, <laughs> essentially we'd put um, 
to put like a digging material out, you know, and then uh, you'd hide like either a bean or a fruit, uh, 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 fruit loop, little pieces of fruit loop. Nice. In the digging material. And so then they would, uh, it, it was a memory task where they would have to dig for the food reward and then you would switch the objects a day later. And so then they would have this certain uh, digging material paired with that food reward, right? So then they would have to be able to discriminate between on the next day saying, no, I don't want to go back to what I found the food in, that certain kind of digging material, whether it was straw or, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm going to go. That Like, they're literally able to smell it and remember, like, okay, that's where I'm going to go. This is what I need to do to go get this one. So they'll get, they'll say no to the one that they thought it was because they, you know, they got to the reward the day before. Right. Um, Side anyway. note, uh, you guys were using Fruit Loops as a drug in this controlled study. Um, Not a drug. Kind of. No, we were using it as a, uh, it's like a parameter. Okay. Yeah. But it was to indicate that these are highly addictive substances. No, no, no. Not at all. What? <laughs> no, we were show. it was a memory task. Oh, well, all I was okay. saying was that uh, they're they're highly I mean, motivated by uh, by sugar. sugar. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Okay. So you're, but if that's you're... what people are eating for breakfast in the morning is fucking fruit loops. Fruit loops. Yeah, yeah, which is not good. Damn. So but you're I, saying if I go to someone's house that has heroin, I'm using. I'm. This is a memory test thing. I'll go to that house again because I know that house has heroin in there. But maybe yeah. that house when when I go back they don't have heroin. But I'll still keep going to that house because I was like, there's heroin in there. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> incredibly describe the uh test to you guys no it's cool mentioned was just that it that's what a lot of the times in any mouse or rat study they're going to use um like a sugar thing as a reward or like a motivator gotcha to 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 study the animals because they will go to that stuff more so than anything else hell yeah that's pretty fucking sweet i mean (laughs) nice Uh i didn't mean to do that uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's interesting just the way that um, fucking just addictions work and stuff like that, or just like yeah. continuing to go back to these things. So, anyway, uh, they also found that uh, rats will sometimes choose Oreo cookies over morphine as well because apparently it all is <laughs> just so addictive that they're like fucking sugar, dude. Like, give me more of that shit, dude. That shit. I don't rules. understand why they don't just do both. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do some of the morphine, eat some Oreos, chill out for a bit. You know what's, crazy? <laughs> <laughs> what's insane about some of these studies too is that just a little side thing is that they have this device in the chamber where the animal comes up and they can put their nose inside this thing and then it delivers a small injection up like like not in their nose but like to the essentially to the top of the nose and it it shoots them up with the drug so they just all they have to go in is put their fucking nose in this little thing and they get shot up and then they could go eat an oreo yeah, they could, but they're going to keep going back to they're that. They're going to get doubly fucked well, up. No, dude. they're never even going to go to that. They're going to yeah. go to the Oreo instead. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, it, yeah, said, it said most of the t- It said most of the time, but it didn't say Until like, you have always. that little junky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, Y'all yeah. can have the Oreo. The one that's like the, it's like the black sheep, but it's like the, the one mouse that has a different color. It's like, oh, <laughs> 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 <Just> doing heroin. <laughs> it's, a, it's extremely addicted to morphine. Uh, that's funny. Uh, the goth, the goth mouth. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's crazy how uh, sugar just affects you know your brain and stuff like that for for addiction and stuff. And what it's also crazy that like what we were saying earlier that fucking 
sugar is in most foods, like in grocery stores and stuff. And it's fucking crazy that it's this addictive and it's, you know, just being in, in all foods and even healthy foods. Like you look at like cliff bars and stuff like that, that literally have a dude like cliff bars are ripping a healthy. fucking bike like in through the mountains or whatever, like on the cover or like as the branding. But then you look at the sugars that are in it, it's fucking absurd. It's so much sugar. And it, yeah. it's, it, you can't, it can't be good for you. I remember when I was a, a like a little kid and got fucking roasted at the grocery store uh, by like a family friend. Um, th- I was like, yeah, I'm just like here with whoever, like getting um, snacks. We're going to, we're about to go camping and they couldn't see in my cart that there were cliff bars but uh, the family friend was like, oh, make sure you get like, like you avoid those things that people think are healthy that are just incredibly fucking bad for you. Like, you know, like, oh, everyone thinks that cliff bars are good for you, but those are <laughs> like fucking just might as well be candy. Like, I can't yeah. believe people fucking eat those. Yeah. And I had like cliff bars in the bottom of my cart and I was like, oh, yeah. i'm just like that was like i i think i needed that slight just like bullying to make me realize like oh shit this is like bad for you absolutely yeah Yeah. bullying is very good i'm just kidding (laughs) don't it's shame 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 is good he he used to do it to me shame is healthy yeah i think shame is really yeah fucking justice does used to do that shit to me all the time about like certain just whatever certain thing he would be like oh like you'd shame me into like being a believer of whatever he was trying to tell me to believe. Oh, that's why you're a Christian now? Yeah. Well, you actually, I'm, shamed a, I'm, into I'm, it? I'm, a, I'm an Irish Catholic. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Pack a pack a lot. Yo, shout out Groove Damage in the Patreon episode, dude. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, like, and it's just crazy. Like, all the, like, like I was saying earlier, the, the trail mix and like, People that drink coffee, like most people that drink coffee don't drink coffee like black. Like it is, they put creamer or they put some sort of like cream in there, which usually has sugar in it. And so it's been, and if like, you're like, like Starbucks, like people like literally start their day off with a fucking Frappuccino, like a fucking milkshake with Dude. all this like sugar and caramel and all this fucking shit in it. And it's like, you're not drinking coffee. You're drinking sugar. I, you're addicted uh, to sugar. <laughs> I went to Starbucks for the first time in a long time recently, and I was there, and I just get a latte with um, plain oat milk. And um, I was grabbing my coffee, and the, there was this lady in front of me who had got like a double frappuccino crazy fucking drink. She takes a sip of it, and she's like, oh, thank God you made this right. Nobody knows how to make these good. Oh and my it's like, God. it's just combining different sugar. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, just and drink also- your sugar. And it's also interesting, like when you when you go and get a latte at a coffee shop, and they're like, "Oh, like you're just like, oh, can I just get like a, whatever sixteen ounce latte with oat milk?" And they're like, "Cool, like do you want any like they sweetener ask any in sweeteners?" It? Every and it's time. like, "No, I don't." And they're like, and they look at me weird, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Like I don't want sugar and shit in any part of this." Like, yeah, and there's that whole stigma, like, "Oh, you gonna have any coffee with your creamer?" And like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. like half part uh, cream, half part. Um, uh coffee or whatever it's just it's so normal to just dose your morning full of sugar especially the sugary cereals and everything like that and and the things that i used to eat as a kid that i thought were breakfast pop tarts and waffles uh all these things that are uh, uh, pancakes yeah but sir we talk about pancakes it's fucking crazy it's literally just sugar for breakfast exactly yeah it's uh yeah it's, it's fucking absurd and it's crazy how accepted and not even accepted how promoted it is it's like a chocolate chip pancake is just a giant soggy cookie with yeah. sugar on top of it <laughs> Literally, yeah. it's worse for it's probably worse than a chocolate chip cookie 
Yeah, probably. Honestly. Yeah, it's crazy. So and you don't have to put syrup on it, but but it's who's like, gonna that's eat a pancake? Who's a pancake? Who's gonna eat a pancake by itself with no fucking <laughs> syrup? That's or like just, or some sort of like jam or something or whatever. Like well, even peanut butter. Like I don't. People, I know people that put peanut butter on pancakes. Okay, I do it sometimes. There's but I still a put fucking fuck ton sh- of sugar in most peanut butters. Yeah, I and then I still put fucking syrup on top of that. <laughs> and then, or if I fucking, or if I have a pancake that uh, I put like jam or something on, or like jelly, like that's got fucking tons of sugar, and it may be a little bit better for you than like depending on the type of jam or jelly. Uh, it, it still has fucking sugar in it, but it, it may just have you know it might not be like high fructose corn syrup like a syrup has. Yeah, true, true, true. All right. Well, anyway, uh, yeah. So freaking. Maybe let's start talking about the uh, plantations and stuff. And maybe like the, I know Raven kind of mentioned the history of plantations and uh, all that. But I kind of just want to go into like a little bit about that because they're kind of fucked up. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, when I hear the word plantation, I don't really think uh, (laughs) positivity. (laughs) Negative shout out plantations, dude. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, they do, you know. If you have if you have a healthy work environment, positive shout out. But if not, which most oh, that don't. was one of the words uh, in taboo that came up. That <laughs> I think uh, I, I forget who pulled it, but they were like, "I'm gonna pass on this because I don't know how to describe this without sounding fucked up." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, <laughs> it's true. Like, there's nothing but negative connotation when it comes to yeah. the word plantation. Yeah, uh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, anyway, so uh, so sugarcane is a super water intensive crop. And drying the land and killing trees in the plantation borders by doing so. Like, so people, they just suck up so much water and stuff that, like, literally the trees around these plantations will, like, die because they don't have enough water. And huh. that's pretty fucking gnarly. And uh, and then they also practice uh, burning the crop post-harvest, uh, which also further dries the area and increases carbon emissions. So, Oof. yeah, not not very great. What, well, so it's super water intensive. I know in Minecraft, you're best off like <laughs> planting it in the sand next to like the ocean. Oh, yeah, that that way, sense, like, yeah. And then oh, you could do just long like rows of sugarcane crops. Um, that's the best for like making paper and books and stuff. So do you think mm. it's anything like that? Do you think it's anything like the game Minecraft? Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. I think mine, I think sugar plantations are based off of Minecraft. Okay. Yeah. That I thought sense. so. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, <laughs> so uh what's fucked up though about these plantations even going back from when they first kind of started like uh, i think the 1500s you said is when they first like were like starting to become popular in the americas like south america and stuff yeah pretty much um well i want to say i think it was like 15 yeah, it's hard, something it's hard to say because they they started um europe started kind of uh, uh going on to islands yeah i think like the late 14s early 1500s to start uh producing um sugar plantations it could be i don't know it doesn't really matter though but anyway so uh in the 1600s uh so you know a a, a hundred yeah because the canary islands were in the 15th century which is the 1600s correct 1400s oh i always forget whether it goes front or back yeah because we're in the 21st century right now but it's uh still 2000 yeah whatever so anyway, um, so in this, what's fucked up about these plantations is not far after they started to, uh, you know, really become bigger and more known and more used, 
in the 1600s, Jews were not allowed to own sugar plantations in Barbados, which was the number one, uh, you know, sugar export and plantation uh, owner of the Caribbean, which is fucking crazy. Well, if we know anything about history, it's that we the the reason people have this uh, crazy stigma about Jews is because they have been persecuted for so long and right. put into. Um, they were told what positions they can hold in society. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> particularly, they were made to do uh, jobs that within other religions they weren't allowed to do. Uh, it, particularly things like bankers, because I think it had to do with Christians weren't allowed to, uh, they're not allowed to loan money and expect investment uh, or, or, or returns on the loan. So they're not allowed, uh, Christians are not allowed to um, gain interest off a loan. So they made the Jews do it because they were like, oh, well, they'll go to hell or whatever for getting invest or uh, gains on their loans. So that's what sparked that uh, whole. Uh, 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 the, the, okay, that was way a fucking tangent, but that's the origin <laughs> of that. But um, so Jews have been persecuted forever, not being told what they can and cannot do. Right. It's fucked up. It's yeah, it's fucked. super fucked. Uh, so yeah, so in the 1600s, all the way up until 1706, uh, the Jews were not allowed to own sugar plantations in Barbados. So by 1706, that finally went away and. That was good, but... Uh, they probably wanted interest or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyway, uh, probably going to take that out. Why? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> what? Talking shit about how Christians persecuted Jews? Oh, I thought you were saying... No, I was no, saying I you were the, Christian, calling Jews the Christians who owned the plantations probably wanted to like gain interest. So they were like, oh. hey, Jews, you want to yeah. help us out oh, over here? <laughs> I thought you were saying <laughs> that, that was Jews the whole thing. were... I thought they you didn't... were saying... It sounded like you were saying Jews were greedy. No. And that they were like asking for like interest like on the fucking... I don't know. No, the <laughs> Christians were the shady ones being okay. like, oh, you guys can sin for us kind of thing. That yeah. was the whole thing. That's where right, most well, of the stereotypes come from is Christians being like, oh, sin for us. We're not allowed to do this. So you do it. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'm going to take all this out, though. <laughs> I think it's important to know that. Yeah. All right. You're, you're a good point. All right. Good point. All right. Anyway. Uh, so in uh, some negative things about some more negative things about plantations, though, uh, sugar plantations in the Caribbean used African slaves to work these plantations. Uh, so in 1650, there were almost no slaves. I mean, they, they had some, but not a mass amount. So this is 1650. By 1680, 30 years later, the median size of plantations had increased to 60 slaves. So Per plantation? Per, that's like the median size like of... Uh, the median of these plantations uh, had 60 slaves. Okay, it just, it just sounds like there were sixty total slaves. So no, no but so the, per the median, plantation, the, yeah. the median plantation size was sixty slaves. Correct. That's uh, or, it, it, how many? I guess we have to know how many plantations that is because there could be four plantations. No, okay, so I, no, I'm no, guessing no, no. So there what was I'm like saying, the median of plantations, like the median size out of all the plantations, the median number of all of those, like in size wise all had around 60 slaves. So you some yeah, had I how many more, some had less. Uh, fuck tons, dude. And that's, yeah, how, that's not even in like the one island. That's in all of the islands of the Caribbean. Yeah, because in, I think it was the 1600s, uh, the, in the Americas, there were thousands at this point. Yeah, exactly. And so even like it, it grew, I think by 18 something, it had grown to like 
the median being like fucking 250 something slaves. Damn. Yeah. Crazy. So yeah, uh, very fucked up. And what's even more fucked up is the average lifespan of enslaved Africans who worked on colonial plantations was seven years. That is fucked. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that is fucking insane. Because they were like, there's like torture and all sorts of fucking shit to make them like work and force them to work. And, you know, as we know, slavery was not good. So, um, no, so we should definitely keep it in the, uh, <laughs> in the fucking constitution, right, guys? Yeah, that's Said yeah, half dude, of it's Oregon. Fucking crazy, dude. So, yeah. um, no, so fucked. Yeah, exactly. So it's we, like even with even with knowing this that the average lifespan of an enslaved African was seven years under under slavery, people still think it's okay. Like, oh, it's just a it's just a word. It's like no, but that word holds so much power and meaning behind it of yeah. these people who are tortured to death, like seven years. Imagine that was you, and then imagine someone being like, it's just a word. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so people are people are fucking insane. So yeah. uh, luckily, slavery uh, kind of got abolished by the 19th century, but up until then, it continued to grow and grow and grow and was fucked. And even now, like there are some like plantations that still like kind of have this like lingering thing going over all their workers and stuff. Like they don't have great like labor. Like they do follow like laws, kinda, but like they don't like really treat their like laborers like well. Like the living conditions are kind of fucked. And uh, they're still like, you know, they have this almost like thing holding over their head from like the slavery days. And uh, it might as well be still fucking slavery. Like it's fucked up. And so uh, there's a company in the Dominican Republic called Central Romana Corporation, who uh, their brand of sugar was the Domino brand or Domino brand. I don't know how that's pronounced, Um, but uh, they've been banned from importing sugar to the U.S. because of forced labor practices. Yeah, which is, you know, good on the US for banning that. Um and they they even tried to like fight it and they were like, No, like we have been practicing laws like correctly and stuff like that. Like all of our we've been putting investing all this money to try to make like it like a safer place for these people to work, but apparently on some of their plantations still it's still fucked up like situation and that's super wild because yeah. Dominican Republic is a place that a lot of Americans go to vacation and yeah and it's crazy to think that they are still practicing kind of slave labor there yeah exactly and uh yeah it, it's super fucked and so and they were the largest exporter in the Dominican Republic and they export 200 million pounds of sugar a year only to the United States like they and that's to. not even well yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> not anymore uh so yeah this was uh this is an article that i just saw the other day um i don't remember when the article came out but it was super recent and uh, have you seen so we're talking about weight 200 million pounds of sugar each year that's a lot of fucking sugar that's have so you, much sugar have you seen videos of the process of refining sugar and how actually intensive it is to refine sugar yeah it's yeah. a lot of energy it's a lot of steps and because they have to have it pretty much like perfect to be able to sell it you know it's a it's a food so it's fda uh controlled and everything so yeah no it's a lot of work these are yeah it's, and it's used no to be small s- amount of energy going into making sugar yeah and it's used to be super um uh bad for like forests and stuff because they would use timber to like uh, i guess with a like, heating maybe or something i don't, I don't know all, all i read was that like timber was like like forests were getting destroyed from these like oh just to heat up the giant vats yeah basically yeah and then they finally switched to windmills and stuff and uh because they were just fucking using so much timber and destroying forests to, to make sugar which is destroying your body so damn that's fun that's fun stuff anyway 
maybe we'll uh, lead on to some other some other negative things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not sugar. really many positive shout outs when it comes to sugar. Yeah, exactly. So uh, this is a study done recently. It was an article from November 22nd. And uh, where they found that sugar may lead to premature aging and childhood cancer survivors. So hmm. for every 25 grams of sugar daily, they found it led to a 24% increased risk to immediate risk children. Or sorry, intermediate risk children and a 30% increased risk to high risk children. So if you have cancer uh, and you're fighting cancer, a lot of parents will you know at least try to give the kids some happiness and feed them sugar or whatever make them feel better but this is actually uh causing what they believe to be causing uh, premature aging and yeah that's fucking crazy yeah that is, that is wild and that's for every 25 grams of sugar daily so yeah <clears throat> a lot of people one, consume much more than that yeah exactly yeah. like one 12 ounce can of dr pepper has like you know 80? 40 or 50 oh, I yeah like which i think the can. uh yeah it'd be like 40 yeah, I think the uh, isn't the daily amount of sugar intake supposed to be only be like fifty five grams or something like that, or like fifty something grams. This yeah, is like, I always thought it was forty six for men or something, and then like forty two for women. This yeah, is the way okay. I I view it too. Is like okay, so we talked about that one company alone was importing two hundred million, uh, was it pounds? Yeah, uh, two hundred yeah. two hundred million pounds of sugar into the U.S. each year. That sounds like a lot, but if you think about like the weight of something and like visually think about it. 25 grams of something is a pile of sugar. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's a pile, but it dissolves into liquid. So that's what makes it seem like not a lot. But it, for anyone who has dealt with anything like a powder in grams, like, say, a gram of something, you know it's like a decent little pile of powder. <laughs> I would not imagine putting that pile of powder into a liquid and drinking it and being okay. Like, that seems like a lot yeah, of dude. powder to put. Yeah. So 25 grams... That's not even a Coca-Cola. That's not even a Dr. Pepper. Like, it, it, 40 grams of something is a pile yeah, of fucking crazy. powder into a, a liquid. And like, you wouldn't eat that pile. No. Fuck so no. why are you drinking it? Dude, have you ever... Okay, so when, I used to be super into making Kool-Aid when I was in high school. And I would fucking look up like recipes for Kool-Aid. And some of these recipes were... What? <laughs> I said institutionalized. What do you mean by that? Early age. <laughs> uh, they just make a lot of Kool-Aid in prison, I think. Oh, I see. Okay, interesting. And, and schools are getting you ready for being institutionalized. It was just a <laughs> shitty joke. Anyway, so I would make a Kool-Aid a lot. And fucking, dude, the some of the recipes for Kool-Aid of like, people are like, oh, I make the best Kool-Aid. It's like a fucking cup of sugar and like a fucking, like a few liters of like Kool-Aid. It's fucking yeah. crazy, dude. It's insane how much sugar. It's, and then people drinking will sugar. drink that. But yeah, you would never drink... in your right mind eat that sugar. But yeah, because you know, like when you're looking at it and when you're eating it raw, you're like, this is not good. But if you put it into the Kool-Aid, people are like, oh, it tastes good. I'm going to drink this whole thing today. Dude. Yeah. And so the, there's that video I'm sure you've seen of from your, the, your mom's or no, it was Two Bears, One Cave podcast with Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. Yeah. And fucking... Where he has uh, Kool-Aid in his fucking Yeah, in tumbler. his hydro flask, yeah. yeah. And he's fucking, and Tom's like, dude, you drink that every morning? He's like, every morning? It's like a 32-ounce fucking hydro flask is full. It's Kool-Aid. And it's like, dude, Ugh. that's so much sugar. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, so. the, the, speaking of weight, um, I guess the average American eats 57 pounds of sugar every year. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> Holy dude, fuck. That is a sandbag. Dude, yeah, that's yeah. a sandbag full of I mean, sugar. It's hard for me to lift fifty-seven pounds. 
Yeah, dude, when dude. I used to throw produce, like that's a bag of rice, like a full yeah. industrial sized bag of rice of sugar. Yeah, Holy that's almost shit. a bag of cement. Dude, a bag of cement's like 80 pounds or like and somewhere that's just 60. The average. Like, so think about the people that are on the uh the, above average. Dude, that's dude, it's like hundreds I, of fucking I, Yeah. I watched um I watched I was in Vancouver and Vancouver is not the nicest place. Vancouver, Washington, uh, not British Columbia. Yeah, Vancouver, yeah. Washington. It's uh it's not the nicest place in the world. I was watching this kid and we're researching for this episode. Um so I have sugar on the mind and he's walking down the road, just has a 24 pack of Mountain Dew and like a bag full of candies. And I see this every corner store I go into to maybe get a coffee or something um, in Vancouver. There's always someone buying just so much sugar, like so much, so many sodas, like bags full from corner stores. And this is like, that's weird to me because you don't really see that. Um, Anyway, I'll just, I'll not go too far off um why that's just weird to me seeing people buy that much sugar but um i was watching this kid leave the corner store crank uh, open up his fucking 24 pack of mountain dew crank one and go and like throw the can down and then crank another and i'm just like oh my god (laughs) like and then and you know you know (laughs) you know okay and this is the thing soda is dirt cheap soda costs nothing so the people drink soda like that because it's just they they're able to they're able to afford it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. So. Well, yeah, I think like isn't McDonald's uh that they don't have a difference for their small, medium, large in price. In price, yeah. It's, it's all really? like just $1. Yeah. Yeah. I did not so, know yeah. that. So you can get a large soda for a dollar. Holy shit. And yeah. just free refills <laughs> if you're just yeah, sitting there exactly, anyway. Yeah. Um yeah, no, that's that's wild to me. I would almost argue that it's healthier to just crank beers like that than <laughs> crank sodas like that <laughs> in the long term you probably die faster from cranking that amount of soda from it, the equivalent amount of soda if you're just putting them back than I beer you yeah. probably live longer it's a hard beer. yeah <laughs> dude yeah probably. i mean i did crank beers like that for nine years i'm chilling yeah. if i well, crank soda, also- dude if i cranked soda like that i would look like shit and you'd right have now. diabetes out the fucking yeah, wazoo dude yeah i would not <laughs> That's true. I would not. Yeah, you wouldn't I would, have I would any argue, of your legs. <laughs> I, yeah, I would definitely, or I'd just be hyper obese. I would argue that it's probably worse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it's worse, dude. It's you just absolutely. said the, you just said the no legs thing, and it reminded me of my my great grandfather who just passed. He lost both legs, and he would we, he would wheel around in his little chair with his hat on that said, uh, you know, he he was in the Korean War or something, so it was like a vet hat, and people would look at him like. You lost your legs yeah, in the like war? He th- and he didn't. Oh, and he, he, didn't. Wouldn't, he wouldn't. I mean, he's not going to tell him, no, I lost my legs to diabetes. Yeah. He just says thanks, you know, and he gets the praise. Oh, uh, uh, John yeah. Mulaney has a really funny joke about that. Yeah, I was wondering who who it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Positive shout out, John Mulaney. But yeah. yeah, really sad. I mean, that. so I think, I don't know exactly why, but in diabetes, the vasoconstriction uh, leads to, like, they just stop, blood stops going to certain extremities like they're, Toes. Yeah, it something like to do with blood pressure. High yeah. blood pressure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And for and some I reason, their it's... blood vessels just start to constrict to the point of like they have to have their shit get amputated. Well, you, yeah. you have such high blood sugar, your blood's sticky. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's thicker. Use it Absolutely. on sir- use it on the waffles. So. <laughs> oh, it's wild to me because that's actually for him. I mean, that's an, ex- an example right there where type two diabetes lost lost one leg and then continued to eat sugar. When yeah. he wasn't supposed to, um, 
my mom used to bring him like the the alternative, you know, all the diabetes candies, and he would yeah. just say, "Fuck it, like I don't care." Yeah, and dude, then he yeah, lost that, his other leg. That was the perfect time to talk about this because that, that's one thing I forgot to mention earlier is just like the the addiction of sugar is so wild that people will literally go in so far into it of like getting a leg amputated or two in that in that case and continuing to want to eat sugar and it's like i don't know any people who use fucking heroin who would go like that far into it or i mean people people probably do but like you know yeah, we we know that there's people out there like that but it's it's far and few between yeah that's sort of like shooting up so much that to where your fucking veins are like destroyed and shit and then they keep trying to do it like i feel like most people at that point would stop like you know there are people that go go further and continue to use it and fuck their body up from it but like it's just like you see so many people that have diabetes from like sugar and stuff like that and just continue to eat it and it's fucking crazy. Well, that's why again why I would argue that it is almost probably one of the most addictive drugs and if not one of the worst drugs to talk about when we're talking about drugs because of how much different it is. Yeah. In the in the world's view of it. Like yeah. you can get addicted to heroin and it's easier to quit heroin because there's so many people supporting you to quit heroin. Exactly. But getting addicted to sugar and quitting it and having a sugar addiction and quitting it, like the sugar addiction subreddit is actually pretty small still. Like really? There's not that many. There is, a, you know, yeah, there's a, a subreddit that's dedicated to people who are like fully like trying to go zero sugar the rest of their life. And it's very hard to for them. Like it's, yeah, it's interesting to read them trying to live a life without zero, like without sugar at all, even from fruit. Well, yeah. that's what I was saying earlier is like, if you if you saw someone addicted to heroin, it wouldn't be ta- taboo to be like, hey, man, you should get off the heroin. Yeah. But if you saw someone just eating Twinkies all day, if you were like, hey, man, lay off the Twinkies, that's fat shaming. Yeah, but it's, exactly. It's literally yeah. just the same fucking thing. Yep. But yeah. um, that's even Steve-O. He is a, a, like a sobriety advocate. You know, he's been sober for yeah. uh, a bunch of years now, but he also says he struggles with sugar addiction still and that's the hardest thing for him to quit and he was addicted to all kinds of drugs yeah and a lot of people don't even know that like know that you can get addicted to sugar like that gnarly and so they'll just quit alcohol or quit drugs whatever and then they'll just like start eating sugar like just being like oh this helps me like get uh you know handle my addiction like a little do you know that you're fucking feeding one addiction with another addiction that's worse probably oh yeah yeah it's fucking crazy um Fuck, there was something I was going to mention, but I don't remember what it was about this whole conversation about uh, sugar addiction and mm, diabetes. You might remember. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, if I, if I remember, I'll, I'll say, say something. But yeah, so it's just crazy that sugar is this addictive. It's found in so much shit. Uh, there was a study in the UK that found that two glasses of wine can be enough to hit the daily sugar limit. Uh, they was over yeah so they found over 30 bottles of wine in the study i don't know how many they actually tested but they found over 30 bottles of wine that hit this limit which you know there are some wines that don't have any added sugars and these are sugars that are you know maybe better for you but there are all there are some companies of wine that also add sugar to their wine as well Well, you've tasted like franzia or even different rosés or champagnes that it's always funny because it's like people's favorite that it's like oh this wine doesn't taste like shit and it's like it should it should taste like only the sweetness the natural sweetness that it remains from the grapes exactly yeah so it's 
Fucking crazy. So they found that uh, some bottles had 59 grams of sugar, <laughs> which is more than a glazed donut. So people, you know, who... Like, That's actually oh. less than I thought. It is less than I thought, yeah, too. Uh, That's way more than I thought. Okay, but uh, really? a fucking... A soda has about well, that. But Moscato, yeah... Maybe, but so like, even like a normal bottle of wine, if it has that much, that's crazy. Yeah, and I would, I would, I need to know whether it's white, red, or right champagne. Right. I don't, or what, yeah, I don't yeah. know what this was. And it, they, it's also this is some bottles. This is not all wine, right? It's, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. just yeah. some bottles that they found, which is just crazy to me that there is there's even that much sugar in fucking a bottle of wine. Like, uh, I don't know. I I always thought that. Like, it doesn't really surprise me, but it does at the same time. Like, I don't know. When you think of drinking a bottle of wine, you just don't think of how much sugar goes in. When you're drinking any alcohol, you don't Those think of how much sugar hangovers. goes into it. Those are the worst hangovers yeah. because of the sugar is what I always thought. Yeah, but you I don't think drink... about it in grams of it. You just think, oh, I'm drinking a lot of sugar. And you know those, you know those yeah. yellowtail uh, bottles of wine that are like... They're not 750 milliliters. They're the bigger ones. Yeah. They're like oh, a gallon. Yeah. I used to drink like a one and a half, two of those a day. Jesus. And just have the worst fucking hangover. Yeah, no fucking shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah That's fucking crazy. Um, wow. So, yeah, anyway, um, just know that if you're drinking alcohol, there's probably sugar in it. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> lots of it. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, move on to kind of the last thing I want to talk about, which we mentioned earlier, which is the whole Coca Cola scandal and all that. Um, is it Coca? Uh, is it is it uh, Congress versus forty barrels and forty kegs? <laughs> <laughs> forty-two liters. Or Supreme Court, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Supreme Court versus forty-two liters of Coca Cola. No, it wasn't actually ever went into like. I don't think they ever did like a court case about it. It was more just like. People yeah, I was like, talking to someone who had listened to our caffeine episode, and they were like, "Oh, it, it, are you going to talk about that in the, this episode?" And I was like, "No, what's fucking crazy is they were adamant about banning caffeine, but sugar is just fucking free to run amok." Yeah, exactly. Like that doesn't make any sense because caffeine is less addictive than sugar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's insane, and uh, so yeah, I'm I'm surprised that they didn't get put like in a court like someone didn't try to sue them or, or something over, over this whole scandal so basically what happened is in 2018 uh coca-cola was outed on the fact that they had sent emails to the cdc trying to convince them to let up on the harms of sugar because the cdc at the time was and still is was like saying like oh you know like sugar's bad for you and all this stuff and which was probably lowering sales of coca-cola or whatever and they were going and literally emailing the people at the cdc i mean like hey like like high people up in the CDC and being like, "Hey, like, can you guys like not do that?" Basically, and they're and uh, well, and they this even started invited... way before that, though. Well, no, no. So this is when yeah. they were outed about this. This oh, started okay. in uh, well, what, they like started the, the emails that they found. Emails? Yeah, <laughs> the emails were found in 2015 or were from 2015, starting in 2015, and going up until 2018, basically when they got caught, and probably would have continued if they didn't get caught. The only reason they got caught is because someone. Uh, did the Freedom of Information Act or whatever through the Freedom of Information Act uh, requested to see the emails, which apparently you can do, which is dope. Yeah, uh, that's how a lot of like UFO shit gets discovered. And, yeah, yeah. So one of the emails uh, literally ended with them like scheduling like a dinner to have together, and then the ending of the email was like, "Do more research on low and no calorie beverages," and this research that they're referring to is the research that they funded 
which started in 2010, they were putting $118 million of funding towards obesity research, basically trying to say that like sugar is not the cause of obesity and it's actually like trans fats and stuff like that. Yep. It's fucking wild. But I just want to mention, um, we would not have gotten to this point without companies like Coca-Cola starting this bribery and this misinformation and this, uh, really directional funding of uh, predetermined research far, far before this. Right. In like, th- in like the third, like it started so long ago when sugar started becoming like a commodity and people started realizing that it was not necessarily healthy to be over consuming sugar is when companies like this started paying scientists off to be like, no, just say, show that it is like figure it out, show that it's not yeah. sugar leading to these things. This did not start in the early two thousands. This started far before this. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's interesting the way that scientists would like, you know, hire these, uh, these, these scientists or sorry, the, the, these companies like Coca-Cola and would hire these science scientists and they would, they would basically find scientists that already like kind of didn't really, that were already kind of saying the narrative that they were doing, but they were just like, "Hey, like keep keep doing this, like keep, you know, we'll we'll pay, we'll keep funding you if you keep saying this stuff." Yeah. And so they were like, "All right, cool, like there's a paycheck for me, like might as well." And yeah, so that's essentially what was happening. And Coca Cola just dumped fucking millions of dollars into all of this, and uh, well, and then they've also suppressed uh, science that was contrary to what they were trying to say and like we said the same with tobacco industry and stuff like that so there was even a a scientist i think he was in the 60s and 70s who tried to come forward and be like hey guys we're about to run into a huge obesity and uh diabetic epidemic like look hey everyone listens i think he even said sugar is the biggest like mistake we could do like he was like let's fucking stop using this substance and he got suppressed by giant sugary corporation big like, sugar big sugar big sugar by daddy sugar <laughs> sugar daddy and daddy sugar <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's fucking wild that uh you know sugar is just like being defended so much like across the board like people are like the addiction is so out of control that people are like oh like fucking sugar is great like fuck you fuck you for saying sugar is not great yeah yeah um, <laughs> And then there's like the whole like keto movement and stuff where people are, you know, not eating sugar and losing tons of fucking weight. I didn't uh, know but that I don't I don't know about sugar. I thought keto was a it's sh- it's no sugar and it's also like something to do with carbs and stuff. I don't know about I don't really yeah, don't I mean, know much about keto. It's just no all carb. It's like no carb, no fat maybe and then just yeah. super high protein. It's just and like yeah. all pork, right? Pretty much it's like I don't know. I, I can't no. talk much about keto. No, it's just it's, it's just like protein. pastrami. No, no, I'm pretty sure it's, it's like, like a lot of people. A lot of people when they do keto, it's like a lot of bacon and shit. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> are you trying to make a joke? No, I like. I'm pretty sure. Well, no, I mean it's just it's it's high protein, low carb. So oh, it's like okay, eating so tons of meat and not yeah, eating... just tons of meat. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah I mean. It's it's very low carb, high fat diet that shares many simulator. Anyway, keto. <laughs> Never mind. So I don't think it has anything to do with sugar. I mean, I'm sure you probably don't eat sugar as well with keto diet, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, wow. it doesn't matter. Low. I mean, it's low carb. Yeah, it's a it's a low carb diet. So gotcha. Sugars are carbohydrate. True. 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 All right. So you gotta you gotta avoid them. And I I've had like D and D, you know, play games with people, and they were doing keto, and 
they were not able to eat any of the snacks or drink alcohol. Out. Yeah, yeah, or drink. Yeah, interesting. All right. Well, and that's interesting. Uh, that's pretty much the end of the culture. I just want to name a couple things that I thought were funny because like sugar is so predominant. There's literally a football bowl named after sugar called the Sugar Bowl, which is <laughs> in New Orleans, Louisiana. And uh, it's been around since like 1935 or some shit like that. Ooh. So every year, like, I don't, I don't, I don't really know a ton about sports, but like, you know, every year in football, like, you throw the ball. Well, no, they're like, they're like, I'm go- they're like <laughs> I'm going, the ball. no, they're like, I'm going to the Rose Bowl or whatever. Like, right. this team's going to whatever bowl. bowl. And so, like, this is the Sugar Bowl. Uh, I don't is... think about football much, but you want to know something I just realized that's pretty interesting. What's that? Is that there are people on the football team that are not meant to pretty much ever touch the ball. <laughs> that's what, that's what, that's yeah. what a lineman is. Yeah, as a lineman, you never touch the ball unless you're the center, which is what I played when I was in football. That is so football. strange to think you could be a professional <clears throat> ball player and never play with balls. Yeah, except yeah. for the other the balls that you're playing with <laughs> on the field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn, that's yeah, crazy. That's a, that's I never a, thought of that. That's a good thought, right there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's a there's also a festival grounds in Texas called the Sugarland Festival Grounds and uh, something like that. And uh, I assume that has to do with the, maybe there was a plantation or something there that now is a festival grounds. I'm not sure. Mm. Maybe but, uh, I wonder if that's so. I was actually I just watched that documentary, The Ghosts of Sugarland. Oh, um, I've never heard on of this. Netflix. It had nothing to do with sugar. <laughs> yeah, so I think Sugarland is yeah. like an actual place. Well, there is a place called Sugarland in uh, I think it's Tennessee, somewhere in the south. I would imagine it yep. originated yeah. with something to do with sugar, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. But like, no longer. That's just. It's just funny that like things that don't have anything to do with sugar, like, are named after sugar. Right. Sugar, we're going down swinging. Yeah. In this episode. Pour some <laughs> so, sugar on me. Harm reduction. Um, there are these really fucking good sodas that I get from... Uh, they, they sell them at some natural grocery stores. Uh, they're sweetened only with apple juice. They're three different kind of mushrooms. They have pepper. They have vinegar. They're all these like like whole ingredients that are just uh, you know dumbed down into this... Uh, what tastes... Like cola to me, but I haven't had normal cola in so long, so I could be deceived. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, just find a healthy alternative. I think they have like literally two grams of added sugar. So I remembered what I was going to say earlier. Those Jones sodas. Those are fucking Ugh. so much sugar, dude. Yeah, those are terrible. Yeah. Oh, and everyone thinks um, like the, oh, I want to get the Mexican Mountain Dew or Ma- Mexican, Mexican um, Coke. Cola I've never seen or- Mexican Mountain Dew. Me neither. <laughs> 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 yeah, the Mexican Cokes because they use cane sugar versus right. uh, what high fructose. The high fructose. But I think um, you know it's not necessarily that much better for you. Yeah. Did we talk about better? Yeah, it's better, but, but if it's, it's it, versus good. high fructose corn syrup, anything's better. Yeah. yeah. Did we talk about beet sugar? I forget. I yeah, I mentioned about. the oh, okay, production sorry. of beet sugar in the 1700s, which I I don't know if we said this. Beet sugar. It, it consists of what forty percent of all sugar production. Uh, it's I think it's fifty four percent or something. It's like a lot. That. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the a majority lot of, of sugar. sugar. Yeah, but it's it's crazy because like cane sugar consists of such a small portion of sugar production with the existence of things like high fructose corn syrup yeah. coming from corn and beet sugar. Yeah, you don't 
I guess cane sugar is kind of like a hot commodity now. Oh, it's yeah. really expensive to make, and it's really tedious to make. Yeah, and it's I mean it's more expensive to buy when you buy it. If you're yeah, exactly. for getting cane sugar at the store, it's you're gonna spend a bunch of money on it. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen beet sugar at the store. Yeah, but I don't like, uh, what all that sugar is. All the white granulated sugar that's oh, not cane sugar, bleach if it's sugar. Not, yeah. R- yeah, if it's not called cane sugar, it's beet sugar. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, so um that is definitely important to mention. And I've actually never it's, seen high fructose corn syrup at the store. Like I've seen molasses, I've seen corn syrup, but I've never seen high fructose, which is weird. It's like this thing that you can get, you can order, you can buy so many items that have it within it, but if you go to the baking section, you can't actually buy it. I mean, you I'm sure you can. It's cuz you who the fuck there's no market for it who's gonna you don't put, need to you literally yeah. don't need to you can just buy sugar and it does the same fucking thing and and there's just it's better for you uh, there <laughs> should be no market for that too no right. it yeah. should exactly. not be sold in stores yeah. as well as it should not be being put into food right yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, one thing i was just thinking of is uh beet sugar like you don't really think about like you know beet sugar being a thing but i always thought beet sugar was just cocaine I fucking knew there was some stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Because making beats with you know cocaine, you know, it's good for music. And... That was pretty good. Thanks, dude. I... <laughs> I'll be out here all week, guys. So yeah, harm reduction. <laughs> um, just uh, oh, okay. Uh, so this, I have a serious thing to say about harm reduction. Read nice. your fucking labels. Absolutely. Read labels. Yeah. Read ingredients lists. Yeah. And I mean, look into this stuff maybe a little bit. Like, yeah. Don't uh, take our word for it. Go yeah. do the research. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Use this podcast to trigger your own research and learn more about it. <laughs> yeah, I really hope that that's what we're doing is triggering Absolutely. people's curiosity about things that they've never really considered to be bad or harmful for Dude. them and going out and realizing that I'll, all we should be doing is photosynthesizing and drinking water. <laughs> we <don't. laughs> yes, we do. If you try hard enough. <laughs> Dude, it's funny because I only started reading labels like in the last like two years. And like I didn't realize how much sugar is in everything. We shouldn't even oh, be yeah. breathing air. There's so many fucking goddamn pollutants in it. Yeah, true. Know. Build yourself a bubble. With... Get a UV light. Get a <laughs> buttload of water. And just photosynthesize in that bitch. You know with what, pure, clean, you know filtered bad air. For, bad for you. Fuck. <laughs> can't do Dude. anything right anymore Raven you, you remind me so much of Matt from Matt and Shane's secret podcast is going on <laughs> fucking crazy tangents that I'm kind of half make sense but it's kind of done. Dude oh, shout yeah. out shout out Raven he's off the, I think I might yeah. go no porn dude it's good I'm gonna try to go no porn I'm dripping I'm dripping Thompson <laughs> I'm wet I'm like a dolphin <laughs> what Look into it. Do your research. All right, that's the podcast. (laughs) Do your no porn research. No, yeah, that is. Get off Um, the porn. uh, Get off the sugar. Yeah, no sugar, no porn, guys. Any anything that's like insanely triggering your dopamine to where you're having urges to do it, and it's it's not good. It's not benefiting your life. Consider it. Consider your relationship with that thing. Mm, yeah, and if you get away. to a point where you're looking up some studies and you get a paywall that uh, makes it to where you got to pay to re- find a paper um, to read the paper fully, go to SciHub, Google S-C-I-H-U-B, and you can enter in any of the like uh, the link to your paper that has a paywall on it or whatever into this SciHub thing, and uh, it will provide you the free, or not the free, it'll provide you the document. Whoa. Um, it's fucking badass. It's this lady, this scientist that set up all these different things in like Kazakhstan. Uh, but essentially, the site is highly like you're not doing anything illegal by using it. Arr. But she is getting 
all the time, like attacked, trying to, and people are constantly trying to shut the system down or the site down. But uh, Damn. it's kind of like Pirate Bay. It, it wasn't necessarily yeah. illegal to be on there. Yeah, no, the the site. It was illegal Pirate to Bay download not, and obtain that, and yeah. then and redistribute it. But it was not illegal to be on there. Right. But yeah. it was illegal for the dude to run that website. I see, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so it's uh, just it's just a way that you know I I'll just mention like I had professors tell me to use this, so don't feel weird to use it. Um, it's just a way to. It's really fucked up that part that articles like science, scientific articles are uh, blocked by a paywall. Yeah. Um, for the general public to they be don't want to, us to know. Yeah, I mean, essentially yeah, exactly. They do not want you to know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I have a question. So th- you said this uh, this website was start started in by a lady in, Kazakh- in Kazakhstan. Yeah, my so. one. I was about to I say, do you so. think Borat's involved with any of that? Oh my gosh, you have to know that. Okay, we probably have listeners in Kazakhstan, guys. Yeah, <laughs> shout out positive. And shout they out hate Kazakhstan. Borat. They hate do they really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he got in huge well, trouble. He was, had to like go and give them money or something. I it's an what, improper. It, it, yeah. was, it wasn't even filmed in Kazakhstan. <laughs> no, there's no, nothing to do. It that was the problem. Oh, wait, really? He actually went and dealt wait. with real like Kazakh people I and they it, freaked out about the fact hmm. or something like that. They freaked out about the fact that he portrayed them the way that he did. I thought yeah, it was one of the, like the point. bordering countries that they filmed it in even. Might have been. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, they just, he did a super inaccurate portrayal of the people of Kazakhstan. It's a good point, so. yeah. Yeah, he got death threats for it. I no, think he probably I mean, That makes does. sense. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, my wife. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, no. Okay, lastly, last thing is if you have not and uh, uh wait what days is wait what day does this come out uh probably on like the uh, first right i think close so. to yeah let me check um uh it's gonna come out on the 30th oh shit oh well i'll just say it anyway so okay if you have not go check out the patreon go support us over there it means a fucking ton to us it's only three dollars a month that is nothing. That is one of your 12-ounce sodas. Actually, not even. That's like five 12-ounce sodas. Three bucks. Um, it, it, give up the soda. Hit up our Patreon. You'll release more dopamine through our Patreon anyway. It's fucking... It's amazing. We have so much cool shit going on over there. Yeah. We have shit in the can right now getting uh, edited by our mans, Ryan. We've got an amazing interview over there. It was fucking hilarious. And uh, you're going to want to hear that because you'll laugh your fucking tits off dude it's so funny <laughs> shout out positive shout out groove damage positive shout out aaron and nick from groove damage funny ass dudes funny interview we've shouted them out before we're gonna keep on shouting them out uh, and they're funny and dope. on top of that and uh, patrons uh, patrons of our patreon get uh well we do things for them um for instance i am sending everyone on our patreon free stickers right now because just to show appreciation we got stickers so also, for the whole month of December, if you sign up for our Patreon, I will send you a free sticker. Not as many as if you were an original supporter, but I will still send you a free sticker if you subscribe to our Patreon. Just subscribe and then send me your address and say what's up and talk to us. And uh, yeah, be part of the community. We fucking love it. We love you guys. We love you guys listening. Share the podcast with your friends. Tell them to subscribe. Everyone gets a sticker. Um, you get and- a sticker. You get a sticker. <laughs> you get a sticker. <laughs> yeah. So whole month of December, if you sign up, it's three bucks. So that's just like buying a sticker. Sign up for our Patreon, get a free sticker. Yeah, um, and we got another confession coming out soon, dude. I don't know; it might not be ready by this uh, date, but we do a series of confessions on the Patreon where it is a uh, well, it's yeah. a, it's a spooky, mysterious little 
little venture over there. So yeah, yeah. there is exclusive stuff that you're not seeing on the normal uh, uh, podcast. So um, yeah. check out the exclusiveness over there. Hit us up. And if you want to hit us up even just in general, check out our Instagram. It is drinking out of cups underscore podcast on Instagram. You can find us over there. You can find our personal channels. I do YouTube and things. Hakeem does music. Ryan does all kinds of fun shit. Goes on adventures and he mixes music. Yeah. So if you got any music that needs mixed, hit him Re- up. Yeah. Recording, mixing, mastering. If you're in the Los Angeles area, hit me up. Uh, to do any of those things and if you're not in that area hit me up to do the two latter of those things <laughs> <Mixing and mastering. laughs> uh yeah dude it's 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 fun uh so anyway yeah on the patreon uh it's all still drug related so if any of you like to learn about drugs and want to learn more stuff that we don't have in the public hit up the patreon reach out to us on instagram give us leave reviews fucking uh also- tell us how how you're uh you know how you're liking or disliking the podcast also there's things over there that maybe we wouldn't be brave enough to say on the normal uh, podcast so if you want to find out what those are head on over absolutely the curtain will be lifted (laughs) Uh, yeah all right well thanks for listening and uh yeah happy wednesday guys roger that over and out there's nothing like listening to drinking out of cups podcast nothing like it